Hey, boys and girls, we are live from Arizona. Yes, that's right. And uh, I think it's, I don't know where we are, but Mark S. Cottom Jr., I met last night at the event with Jonathan Emord. Who? That's not who I'm sitting next to, of course. You don't look like a Mark. No, it's Aubrey Lee and her fantastic nutritional capacities and capabilities here. And uh, we connected at the uh, Autism One Conference yes. some months back as well. She's here hanging out with us. We also have Doug Fletcher from, uh, Bill, was it ExitAndBuildArizona.com. And we are broadcasting live from, what is the name of this place? It's Eminent Wellness. And y'all check it out because you'll see a picture in the show notes. And there it is, Super Don. There's Mark and me. And he was great last night at the, what was the name of the restaurant we were at? It was Giving Tree. Giving Tree, the Giving, giving Tree. Giving Tree Cafe. And it was, it was good. It was, we're going to learn about what happened there because everybody on the show today was there and more. But right behind us is a monster hyperbaric chamber at this place. And we'll talk to Mark about that in a whole whole lot of good things. So the show notes are up. Super Don has made it happen. We're just going to ride through the next couple hours of broadcast healing from somewhere in Arizona, but it's Eminent Wellness. Y'all check it out. Eminent, E-M-I-N-E-N-T, wellness.org. You'll know where we are. And coming, well, you can't see us. We're technically closed, but the Robert Scott Bell Show is open and starting right about now. The Robert Scott the Bell Robert Show. Scott Bell Show. Voice of health, freedom, and liberty. The Robert Scott Bell Show. All right, tonight we have another Jonathan E. Mord Health Freedom event at a restaurant called Santee in uh, Scottsdale, Arizona area. And right now I'm joined by my, uh, well, currently your, my co-host, Aubrey Lee, uh, all the way from Minnesota, but uh, displaced and replaced into Arizona. Can yes. you say Arizona? Like Arizona. an uh, Arizona, yeah, like a real uh, uh, Minnesotan, and uh, she's terrific. A bright light, next generation of uh, what I would call nutritional healers that are uh, not hashtag woke, but seriously awake to what's gone on on this planet, and are not duped and deceived by all of the uh, uh, disinformation and misinformation coming from where, uh, not from here, uh, but from government, media, medicine, etc. And uh, we're going to learn a little bit more about uh, Aubrey's background as well. But I just want to give you a heads up tonight, Santee, 6 o'clock uh, Arizona time, uh, an organic, uh, free range, all kinds of uh, biodynamic. Here it is, the Medical Freedom Forum tonight with Dr. Jack Wolfson, our friend, and his wife, uh, both doctors. She's a DC, he's a DO cardiologist in the area, the paleocardiologist, uh, Jack Wolfson. And then tomorrow we have a luncheon, but you can check out emordaz.com if you'd like to plug into that. We had a great event last night. We want to talk about a little bit, uh, and that's thanks to my friend Doug Fletcher, who will join us on the show a little bit later. And that uh, is uh, uh, at the Giving Tree Restaurant, uh, an organic vegan restaurant that hosted, I don't know, at least 50 people just kept showing up, and and really cool stuff happened last night. We'll get to that. And I, I just I just think about what I'm here to do, and it really is to connect with awesome people and bring that power to heal back where it belongs. And there are a lot of people that know that, but when we get together with each other, it only strengthens our resolve and strengthens that reality. And just so you know, we are, if you look at me behind, it says every breath matters. Um, I think there's a second shot here, Super Don, you know, there you go. We got a second camera here, eminent hyperbaric, every breath matters. And Mark S. Cotton Jr. 
is uh, is hosting us at his event. We're not even open. He's not even open today, but the show is. And they do amazing work here in this area. Are we in Scottsdale area still? We still are. It's still, okay, so it's in the Scottsdale area as well. Y'all have to check this out. We'll talk with Mark about his, uh, his great, uh, this amazing place here uh, as well. And who knows what other surprises we have in store. But I think the big surprise besides... Does your generation watch Saturday Night Live? You know that show, SNL? Yes. You guys watch it? Sometimes. Sometimes. Because <laughs> Super Don and I grew up on it when, I mean, we go way back. John Belushi, you know, and Dan mm. Aykroyd when it was like, oh, my gosh. And there have been some transitions through some some people over the years that have been some funny, some not. Uh, I would shout, I would give a shout out to Rob Schneider, who's very much on our side when it comes to health freedom issues. He was a cast member as well. And, uh, but you know, now they had this Woody Harrelson guy who's okay. very awake on, he's all organic. He's not a vaccine guy. And he apparently did a, uh, uh, what do you call the monologue? The opening okay. of the show. And he, he basically said, Hey, I, they handed me this script a few years ago and it was the, the drug industry, the global drug industry. Uh, they were going to, you know, be involved in locking us all down through government. The government was going to lock us down. And the only way we can get our freedom back is we took their stuff, their drugs, their shots, more of them and more of them, more of them. And then he said, but I threw the script away. It was just not realistic. And it's like, you know, it was like one of those funny moments wow. where you go, yeah, he knows what a scam that was. But then many in the media were freaking out about, oh, my gosh, he's a conspiracy theorist now. Don't listen to Woody Harrelson. And uh, apparently actor Tim Robbins. Uh, do you know Tim Robbins, the actor? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was that baseball show movie? Do you all remember that? What was he in? It was he was uh, he was. I, I, it was Susan Sarandon, which was his wife at the time, or he became his wife, but a very funny baseball movie. But Tim Robbins, Bull Durham, it was Bull Durham, thank you, yeah. And uh, he he was, uh, well, he's very politically active from the left, the Democrat left, but he has what I call intellectual integrity. He went on uh, a, a show, I don't know who was, who was interviewing him, and he said, Look, I was wrong. I, I fell for it all. Mm-hmm. And 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 I was like, yeah, we got to get the shots and everybody. And then you realize, man, this is a, a complete violation of bodily autonomy. So uh, actor Tim Robbins is backing Woody Harrelson on ending the COVID-19 protocols. He says it's time to end this charade. And again, props out to these people that have a political left leaning. I, I don't mind which way you lean politically as long as you're ultimately siding with freedom of, of bodily autonomy. And uh, it seems like there are people coming out of the woodwork now a little bit here, a little bit there. To speak out. So how is it that you, Aubrey, did not fall for all of the fear mongering? Uh, and you were already away from home from Minnesota. You've been in Arizona how many years? Almost three, but two and a half. So in the midst of a lot of the COVID crazy, mm-hmm. you came to Arizona. Yes. Uh, how did you deal with it? Because there's a, a lot of the woke culture is in the uh, the left leaning political mm-hmm. realm. Is Scottsdale a, a right, left centered libertarian place? I don't know. It's very mixed. It's a mix? Okay. Yeah, I would say. Um, more left is in downtown Phoenix. So the, a lot so, of mask wearing, a lot of, uh, uh, what do you call that? Mask shaming or, mm-hmm. or virtue signaling. Mm-hmm. How did virtue. you deal with that? Um, well, I just didn't really care that much. Yeah. <laughs> if I had to, I did mm-hmm. for work. Um, but it was more open here when I, when I moved here in the end of 2020. Okay. Then Minnesota, Minnesota, I actually saw quite a bit more of that mask shaming and things. And your parents are up there. They still are, yes. How, how did they deal with that? Did, did you guys talk about what was going yeah, on? Yeah, yeah. And fortunately, they own their own businesses, so they weren't affected as much, mm-hmm. which was so wonderful because we had other friends that were involved in healthcare and were threatened. Their their 
jobs were threatened mm -hmm. for either needing to receive the vaccine um, or needing to get weekly testing and things like that. And I honestly, I just give thanks to God because I, I feel like I, I slipped by, like I just didn't really need to. Mm -hmm. I actually only was required to take one test through the whole period of time mm -hmm. through COVID. I didn't want it, <laughs> but I was able to avoid all of that. And so no jabs came near you No, other than the people probably shedding all over everything. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, which is when nutrition is so powerful. <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And when we were at the Health Freedom Expo in Chicago, mm -hmm. was it, we were there, weren't I you? I was. And you were meeting with, uh, who was it that was there with so, you? So I got to meet Judy Masters. Judy Masters, right? Uh, yeah, she's a rock star amazing. in her own right. Yeah. That was a celebrity meet and greet for me mm -hmm. <laughs> to meet with her and communicate with her. And then uh, I wrote her name, uh, Nicole Kimmel, from mm -hmm. the... American Association of Wellness, Natural Wellness Practitioners, and they gave me my board certification. Yeah, then Dude, at that, very at, impressive at that event. Which I'm so impressed. I mean, you you've come through great. a lot in nutritional training, and um, you know the question is next in terms of you what you want to do with it. Right. And, and I mentioned this to Aubrey, but off the air, uh, if those of you were at the virtual the Trinity uh, Health Freedom Expo, the virtual expo, I did a live uh, uh, panel discussion with Trinity instructors. And for those of you who have nutritional degrees or not, or if you come through Trinity or other schools and we're trying to figure out, well, what do I do with this now? You're going to be the most valuable members of society soon if you're not already, because you understand how to get people out of this immunological nightmare and mess. And it's with nutrition, not with toxic drugs and, and injections. And so people like Aubrey, young people are coming up and say, hey, what do I going to do with my life? You don't understand how valuable this is. Even if your parents' generation and their parents didn't really value nutrition the way we are, what we must do now. And so having a body, mind, spirit connectivity, as well as the nutritional uh, basis for moving forward is going to be, again, very valuable as a career move for those of you looking, hey, how do I, what do I do next? So I'm encouraging to look into Trinity School of Natural Health and trinityhealthfreedomexpo.com, and you can still access the entire entirety of the, uh, the weekend for another just a little, just under three months now for like 35 bucks. So definitely go out there and get that and get plugged in. So Aubrey, Super Don and I were talking with you before the show. Super D, open up your mic and say hello to everybody, uh, not just in Arizona, but everywhere. And we were, well, you were grilling Aubrey uh, about, uh, you know, the show, about our show. Grilling? Uh, yeah, grilling. That, 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 I mean, she was, that she sounds kind of serious. Grilling. She was like, I don't know. Where were you on the night of the 23rd at 6 p.m.? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I don't know. You got to be nice to our guests, Super Don. But uh, of course, you were nice to our guests. Uh, but you were asking her about it because it's a fascinating journey she's been on to find out about this show. And and I have to say, she's been amazing. You know, in promoting the show. Actually, you know, when we ask people, if the, the if you only do one thing, just share the show. Because like we were at this event last night, how many people did not know about the Robert Scott Bell show? A good it was embarrassing. Just I was embarrassed okay. to be there. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's not because of Doug. Doug's doing his part to share it too. But everybody now knows about it and it was really cool. Uh, but you found us in a small town in Minnesota mm -hmm. and I wasn't even there technically. No. Yeah. Tell and, everybody, what, well, how'd you find it? Uh, I actually, I heard about it through a very small little health food store, Browns, Beans and Greens. And the owner of that store was very interested in your show. And interconnected in the whole world of the people you know, Ty and Charlene Bollinger and everyone mm -hmm. else. And so I, I don't know how he found out about you, but I do know that he was sharing the show and promoting you and different supplements that you support. Mm. 
And so when I, it was the, it's the only store in town because like I told Superdome before, it's 2000 people. It's a very small town. And so we, anyone who's interested in holistic medicine goes to that store. We don't have a Whole Foods or things like that. Um, you can fit everything in this little tiny room. So, and so obviously with being my nutrition background, I would go there to get all my supplements and everyone would and your groceries too for organic food. So he was he so. playing the show in the store or you just sometimes, sometimes yeah. 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 And you know, uh, there was a lot of uh let's say maybe liberals coming uh-oh. in uh-oh. and they would they would kind of hear and this and it was on during some of COVID times. So that was also kind of funny hearing you go That's so wild. sometimes he'd be going off on stuff and then I would look and see people that have masks and see if <laughs> I, they could I they would think. love to get the name <laughs> Of, of this what is the name of right, let's give him a plug what's the name of, yeah. of the of the store browns beans and greens browns um, beans and greens yes and what city uh sandstone sandstone minnesota sandstone minnesota we'll have to do mm-hmm. a shout out well we are right now right yeah. now yeah. yeah ryan brown is the owner and uh so i'm not sure how he got in interested i know he's he had went down the rabbit hole. You know hole. what, Robert? Send me that info, and at some point here, we're going to give him a surprise phone call and thank him for support. <laughs> okay. That, that would be sure. awesome. Yeah. That would be awesome. Yeah. So how is it that you, you know, you hear the, the message we have, and I don't t- typically think it's a political mm-hmm. message, even though that politics affects all of us. Right. But I realize that the solution isn't necessarily in politics. <laughs> to not fall prey to what many of your generation, my kids' generation, they just, they look at things in a way, I, I just, I, sometimes I don't, I'm at right. a loss for how to describe yeah. how far lost they are right. in terms of personal responsibility and looking for some somebody to, in the government or medicine to save them. And, yes. and so how did you not fall prey to that? Did your parents have a role in that? They did, of course. I love my parents. They have always taught me to think critically. I can give them credit for that. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, I would say the ultimate credit is due to my Lyme disease and struggling with yeah. my health. So I can I can remember the first event at 14 years old. I was dealing with health symptoms since I was nine. And I remember if I don't eat, you know, some cereal in the morning, I switch it out for grapefruit. I felt so much better during school, mm-hmm. through high school. I would get really tired and fatigued. And that was honestly the very first key in my mind of nutrition is so important and what I eat is going to affect what I do and how I feel. And then after graduation of high school, went on for four years to study holistic nutrition. Did did any of your friends in high school have Lyme? No, but I did. I did have some friends who probably did. They just were undiagnosed okay. because I had chronic migraines and such. Mm-hmm. And that was the first thing for me was from nine to 11 was chronic migraines monthly, wow. at least that would usually were pretty rough. <laughs> well, in that sense, there's a similarity in, in the journey back to health. If you've right. suffered the way I did mm-hmm. and or the way you did. Yes you can be driven either more further into drugs and yes. medicine and surgery, or you can say, Hey, there's gotta be another way. This is not working. Right. right. And that's kind of what my journey brought yes. me to this. Sounds, sounds similar in your case. It really is. And I think that was mainly, mainly something that connected me to your show in mm. that similarity and that desire for understanding a greater knowledge of how to heal the body yeah. without drugs. And just, I, I cannot, 
it drives me crazy to not understand the deeper meaning. <laughs> yes. You know, if, if someone tells me something, I need to know why. And I love that when you are promoting a supplement, you're not just promoting it. You explain the science and you explain how it works. You just, explain the just studies. Just take it. Don't even worry about what it is. <laughs> no, that's not me. I, I can't do that. Know. <laughs> I need to know. And I think that's why as, as of now, I'm continuing my education because I really want to understand um, how things work. So. Well, last night was really kind of, it was very cool. It was uh, it was a Doug Fletcher special. I'm going to just say it that <laughs> way because he knows, you know, people think I know folks. He knows some folks, mm-hmm. and especially in this area where we are in Arizona. And within, I think it was just a couple of weeks ago, he just puts out this flyer and says, hey, Robert Scott Bell's coming mm-hmm. to town. Come on down to this this restaurant. And I'm like, I don't even know what's happened. I knew I was going to be here for Jonathan E. Mord, and it was an opportunity to talk health freedom. Who knows what else? And, you know, I, I got a little bit of uh, – a little bit of immunological discussion, a little bit of silver and copper, but it really wasn't a, a total focus on supplements per se, as much as principles, philosophy, yes. little history, mm-hmm. uh, how we got where we are. And uh, it was just totally Im- impromptu. And then I did introduce my buddy, uh, Jonathan Emord, because this area has a lot of uh, Ron Paul lineage. Let yes. me just say that. This area, Barry Goldwater Jr., who's going to be there tonight, I hear. That's going to be interesting mm-hmm. to me. I've never met him. Uh, but a lot of freedom-loving people here that were burned and spurned watching, you know, what happened to Ron Paul, and and I, and I recognize that both Super Don and I, we haven't been excited about a candidate probably since then, with right. rare rare exception. But uh, but knowing Jonathan Emore, he's been our friend, my friend for decades now. Witnessing him take on the the government, win in court numerous right. times, and then realizing even that didn't matter as much as he wished it had for his own kids' sake. Mm-hmm. That that's why he's running. And I and I'm not delusional to think if he gets in or if Ron Paul were president, everything would be fine. There's a lot that's gone wrong. Right. But I still recognize everybody's got a passion and a mission. And there are people that have integrity that I want to make sure that they have as much support because they're so rare. You right. know, those people that are authentic. Yes. Uh, and I guess I don't know if you sense that, but that was just yes. what I wanted to relate last night. Yes. It was such a cool experience because I made friends with these two women who know Doug well, Amanda mm. um, and Colleen, and they didn't know about you. I think I told you that. They didn't know about your show. And I told them about you and why I listened to your show. And then halfway through your speech, I heard them clapping and oh, chatting. Got fired up. And I came over, I was like, so what do you think? And they're <laughs> like, I love this. They're speaking my language. And it was just awesome to see, you know, your, mm-hmm. your um, impact. And, and I really, really appreciate that. that you awesome. Speak out. And, so. and I didn't see anybody running out of the room screaming, except for Doug <laughs> at one point. But I think he was yelling at somebody. That wasn't, that wasn't about <laughs> me or anything. So, yeah, no, it was a, it was a, a very cool event. And it was completely organic and spontaneous, yeah. other than we knew the event was happening. Neither right. Doug nor I nor anybody knew what we were doing. People were coming up to me. So what's happening here? I don't know. When are you speaking? I don't know. Doug, when am I speaking? Am I speaking? And so uh, it, it was fun. And uh, we'll hear from Doug about it as well uh, during the show. But it's so great to have you there to see and witness mm-hmm. it and also to share your experience with other people. Right. Uh, and there's another story here, Super Don uh, brought out. It's in the show notes. If you can refresh your page, but you can go to the show notes and you can see it, robertscabell.com. Uh, this is uh, Children's Health Defense. Uh, and we had somebody from CHD last night. Who was that that was with us? Ursula? No. Right. I remember Ursula, but uh, it was someone else that was representing. No? All right. Somebody there from CHD. But anyway, we love the Children's Health Defense. He was there. Yeah. But it says this is an urgent message from them on about HPV mandates for students coming to California. 
and and this is a quote, and it's worth reading and seeing. Dr. Bernard uh, Dalbergu, a former Merck physician, says he predicts he predicts that Gardasil will become the greatest medical scandal of all times because at some point in time, the evidence will add up to prove that this vaccine, technical and scientific feat that it may be, has absolutely no effect on cervical cancer, and that all the very many adverse effects which destroy lives and even kill serve no other purpose than to generate profit for the manufacturers. And, you know, this is something I brought up from the moment I learned that they were going after an HPV vaccine, realizing that they were using polymerase chain reaction test, PCR, to determine that uh, a woman had evidence of some history of HPV in in their past, but yet, you know, that amplification technology is such that it's just ridiculous because you can amplify everything and anything you want and find a Buick in there if you want. I mean, that's how ridiculous that technology right. is. We found that through COVID. They could tell you anything. Mm. And and then, the, the you know, of the, I don't know, dozens and dozens and dozens of strains supposedly of the HPV, they only covered four to six. But even then, as I pointed out, that is not the causative agent. The causative agent is cellular dysregulation. And what is that caused by? You know, nutritional deficiencies, yes. mineral deficiencies, selenium deficiencies, and or toxicological burdens. Mm-hmm. And, you know, specifically thinking about female-specific products, yes. there's a lot of toxic products still out there that women use yes. that create inflammation and damage and alter uh, genetic integrity of cells. Right. So I don't know if the, in your nutrition training mm-hmm. you've addressed things like that or have taught your friends about yes. this because a lot of people are like, HPV shot, give me the HPV shot. Actually, I've, I've talked to a lot of have women you? about this and they come to me asking for recommendations. Um, and it's really important because everything is geared towards imbalancing that flora, the gut, and every flora involved in the body, all of the bacteria involved in the body. And so... Yeah, probiotics is probably number one key mm-hmm. to balancing everything. And any tests, like not to be TMI, but no, any no, tests ahead. that I've done with them, mm-hmm. like I have I got recommendation from your show because you recommended, they they don't really have a, a specific test. They, they go based on what you say. Mm-hmm. So I just don't give them much information and they never know. Like yeah. they don't come back with anything because there's no test, you know? Yeah. Well, so. and, and, and it's about normalizing and optimizing cellular health, cellular yes. function and things. And right behind us, interesting enough, this hyperbaric chamber and oxygen, these therapies yes. are something that can, have you ever been in a hyperbaric chamber? I have not. You're going to have to, uh, Mark, you're going to have to hook her up <laughs> and try as a local nutritionist. She can be, you guys can connect on this stuff, <laughs> but there, there's a lot of great benefit to uh, hyperbaric therapy. I was with Bill Schindler last week at the Next Steps conference. He's been mm-hmm. doing hyperbaric. He's right now at the NFL Combine mm. and I'm surrounded by athletes everywhere here. I'm like, you know, the... These, this technology is something that is not just for uh, the bends if you've been deep diving and coming up. I right. mean, there's a lot of therapeutic benefit. Uh, in fact, when my wife and I went down to Mexico to a clinic uh, a couple of months back, it was in December, uh, we got her on hyperbaric and she was she felt tremendous really? for a, a, at least a week after that. So it's like really wow. good medicine, I call it that, in that regard. But Folks, especially if you know young people that are vulnerable to the propaganda hype and fear-mongering of cervical cancer, cervical cancer is not caused by the human papillomavirus. That HPV, if you even believe it exists, is cleared by a normally functioning immune system within days to weeks with no intervention. And for those of you who are a little more vulnerable and susceptible, guess what? You can use the bioactive silver hydrosol intravaginally to neutralize any viral activity, any imbalance bacterially and fungally without harm. And you'll actually help to heal the tissue because silver is also a regenerative agent. So the lies about this are, it's, it's like, it, 
for so many decades, maybe even centuries, when we talk about the uh, patriarchal view medicine has, the domination of women, removing your body parts, yes. taking out your ovaries, taking out your uterus, cutting off your breasts. It's just, it's horrific. It's horrendous. And we got to push back. I mean, that's just, it's just plain wrong. And now they're trying to do it to children. That's a whole other disaster. Right. And it just comes down to their agenda for population control because so many of my friends are getting threats all the time mm -hmm. from their physicians. You will never have a child based on their protocols that they're doing, burning the cervix, mm -hmm. doing all of these things in this fear driven, you know, telling these young girls that are literally 20 years old that they have precancerous cells and they're burning their cervix. It's so sad. It's criminal. Yes. Yeah. And, and on top of the infertility rise because of a, the uh, shots, the COVID jabs, the experimental mm -hmm. mRNA injections, right. uh, we've already been seeing uh, fertility declines over many decades now due to pesticide exposure and then genetically engineering the food on and on it goes. Right. And now you take and you add this experimental injection and we're like, who's going to be able to, every time I hear of a baby being born healthy, I'm like, thank you, God. Right. You know, it's that, it's that bad. What I've talked about fertility doctors, nurses, specialists, what they're seeing it's, it's just absolutely a, a, insane what's happening. But the HPV mandate shots, this has got to stop. Uh, and, you know, the other thing about your generation, if I can speak mm -hmm. in that, those terms, mm -hmm. um, this gender dysphoria or confusion. Mm -hmm. Have you encountered a lot of friends that are like, I don't know if I'm a male or a female mm -hmm. or I'm definitely not the way I was born. Do you run into a lot of that? Yes, I do. What, what do you sense is, is, is there genuinely an emotional, psychological, or do you think there's a physiological you know, when you talk to these people, their mm -hmm. exposure to xenoestrogens, mm -hmm. plasticizers, different things that alter endocrine, right. you know, function. I actually found, I think it was at the NIH um, website, I found a study that was linking um, estrogen dominant foods and specifically phytoestrogens mm -hmm. and their link in causing um, the heightening of this just hormonal dysfunction in general. Mm -hmm. and. And it was a whole screenshot. I had the whole quote. Um, just It was just interesting that they came out and kind of basically said that, you know, this this physical, I know there's a, there's a spiritual component, there's a psychological component. Mm -hmm. And I'm doing my minor in psychology right now just to try to understand that because I think the nutrition and psychology go well mm -hmm. together. And so having that compassion, but I know that, we're so, so overexposed to that, especially estrogen. Mm -hmm. And I think that is something I'd love to study more because I think that estrogen dominance is really important for women and PMS symptoms going all the way through sure. postmenopausal symptoms. And there's so. another aspect to consider it in terms of childhood vaccinations before mRNA. Mm -hmm. A lot of them were born of what they call aborted fetal cell lines. And it could be from male or female. And how does that impact the injection into mm -hmm. a male or a female in terms of that, you know, stem cells coming? Right. It, it's just there's bizarre experimentation on the human species. It's been going on for a long time. Mm -hmm. It's not new. It's just gotten more technological. And unfortunately, many in government, and media and medicine are in awe of it rather than questioning, you know, just because we can do this. Is it right? right? Should we do it? Yeah. You know, these are the questions I don't know that many young people have asked or are aware of because they've been raised in already this corrupted culture yes. and food system. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of, it's hard because when I speak with my dad about it, he's kind of as he, he has this joke where he says, it's what comes first, the chicken or the egg, because mm -hmm. you almost need the healthy nutrition to be able to discern that you need the healthy nutrition. 
And it's <laughs> yes, unfortunate better, because yeah. when I talk to my generation, I almost feel like I need them to secretly get them healthy mm-hmm. and then they will understand that they need to be healthy. And yeah. so it's, it's hard. You have taken on quite a <laughs> task, Aubrey, to be a nutritional guider, if you will, mm-hmm. at a time where we need it more desperately than ever. Yes. And your generation just destroyed mm-hmm. over generations by the time yes. you arrived. Right. That you have any functionality at all is amazing to me. And, you know, I've raised my kids with no vaccines yes. and no antibiotics and they're benefited by that. But then, uh, you know, it's sad to see a lot of these chronic ailments that I suffered, my wife suffered mm-hmm. uh, in childhood all the way through adulthood, uh, that they don't know that it's not genetic. Right. You know, they didn't, they weren't born that way because their genes were bad. But right. the environmental exposure, even across the generations, it manifested in what we're seeing today. And you yes. know that. Yes. I hope you can tell your friends. 100%. <laughs> I tell them all the time. And they ask me, my favorite thing to say is they say, what diet do you, you know, because you're a nutritionist. What, what do you recommend? Toxin free. Mm. That's my number one thing. Out of all the diets you could do, I don't care what it is, but go to that first yeah. before you go to keto or eat clean, or whatever. Eat, eat cleanly. Clean. That's organic or organic Stop quality. Eating toxins. Yeah. That's the number one thing for health. And by the way, Superdon, if you've got the monthly special for nutritional frontiers, this is a, something I've incorporated within the last few months. And this is also thanks to Judy Mikovits, uh, the enter DMG and it's on sale this month, uh, 15% off. See if it's listed. Yeah, see the lozenges there in the middle. Enter DMG. I travel with those because even though I eat organically, we can't control for the exposure to glyphosate. And this dimethylglycine in the Enter DMG helps to counteract that exposure that damages or it, it disrupts the the you know the L-glycine receptors. So it it damages and destroys connective tissue integrity. We talk about enough devastation in the gut from antibiotics and other chemicals. The glyphosate coming in is just just doing a number on us. So the Enter DMG is a lozenge. They also have a liquid, but for traveling, it's easier. 15% off, and you can use the code RSB15 to get an additional 15% off this month. So it's almost like a 30% off deal. So get on it, y'all. This is, again, I know not everybody eats as cleanly as I do, or that sounds like Aubrey does as well. Uh, I would, You know me, I would rather fast than eat food that makes me not feel well because I've been down that road too long in my first 24 years of life before I started this journey. Uh, but I want you to have an uh, an opportunity to repair the damage that is ongoing, and hopefully you reduce that ongoing damage by making better choices yes. along the way. Yes. So uh, you have a website, uh, Aubrey Lee, A U B R E E Lee Nutrition. Aubrey Lee Nutrition. So I like Aubrey Lee. You could be a country singer. That name. <laughs> and now Aubrey Lee, Maybe. but you do a nutrition. Yeah. Aubrey Lee Nutrition can people consult with you locally or online or how, does, how do they do way, that? Either way, and I I would just ask that anyone, yeah, anyone can come contact me. Definitely message me on email or Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm the same on Instagram, Aubrey underscore nutrition. Just sign to my DMs and message me. Okay. Um, if you, I just want to meet people really that either have limes or are interested in nutrition. I'm always available for questions. Well, you're awesome. So. I, I love the, the you're a bright light of another generation mm-hmm. that there is hope for the future mm-hmm. right now. Yes. And you guys and gals out there, if you have access to this, uh, reach out AubreyLeeNutrition.com. I'm going to connect you with Mark here yes. in, the, in town, which we're at his facility, which is amazing. There are good yeah. people here trying to do great work and we need to come together. We yes. need to converge. 
And in yes. that, we get stronger. We do. Yeah. Yeah. And thank you so much. Thank you, number one, for this opportunity. This is a dream come true to be Shout on Shout out show. to your awesome mom and dad. Yeah. Hi. You guys are great. Raisins, yeah. an amazingly intelligent young lady who's uh, uh, willing to stand up against a lot of things that would push back against her and all of us that have these ideas. But she's spot on. She's right on. And uh, y'all use her as a living example, too. If you're in that generation, that there are great things you have yet to achieve, but you didn't think you could, you can. And she's doing it. Thanks, Aubrey, for being here. Thank you so much. How cool is that, Super Don? Next generation, (laughs) Robert Scott Bell Show. In fact, I can just walk out now. She can take over the show. (laughs) I guess we're doing something right, huh? I think so. That's kind of cool. But she puts it to the test. That's the point. Put what I do and say to the test. Don't just believe me. Or you can just believe Super Don. Whatever he says is golden. But me, uh uh-uh. You got to check it out. (laughs) So thanks, Aubrey. Thank you so much. All right, let's get Mark in here uh, if you want to come on around. And this is how we're here at the hyperbaric, amazing, extraordinary chamber behind us, which fit like, I don't know, a party of 30. It's like a school bus size. Uh, I'm not kidding. It's big. Mark S. Cottom Jr. Did I say Cottom or Cottom? Cottom. Cottom. I said it right. And it's not Cotton. Cottom. Cottom Jr. here. And uh, this is the Eminent Wellness. And I'm going to hold the card up so you guys can see it. Very cool place. And uh, Doug connected us last night at the event. And uh, I'm going to get your backstory, but how is it? Did, did Doug call you and go, hey, you got to come up and you're like, Doug, what, 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 what do I want to come to this event for? What do you want? So oh, tell no. me how that happened. Doug, Doug's been connecting all of us for a long time now. Um, there's a big movement and a push to uh, kind of get the the truth out there and, and educate. And that's one of our biggest, uh, you know, issues here is is educating the public and letting them know that uh, yeah. there's a different, there's a better way. Yeah. Um, well, we have to uh, say deprogram people from the cult of medicine. You know, the idea that every symptom, ailment, and even emotion is evidence of an FDA drug deficiency. It's yeah. absurd to think about that. And we just heard from Aubrey, bright as she is about nutrition. It's like, why aren't we teaching, you know, the basic principles of how does the body work? Well, it that's, needs certain things and it doesn't need those other things. That's exactly what we're doing here. Yeah, we're, exactly. We're, we're just going back to the basics. We're, mm-hmm. we've become so far advanced that we forgot the basics and we all have the same basic needs. We need nutrition. We need hydration. We need exercise. We need rest. We need oxygen. We need light and we need love. And that's what this center is. Based Vitamin on. L both light and love. I love that. So you, you've got this, uh, well, we're going to talk about this, this hyperbaric chamber, which is the biggest thing I've ever seen outside of what I've seen in movies and James Cameron and stuff <laughs> like that. But it's very impressive uh, for, for, uh, a lot of reasons, and we'll get into that. But what was your impression of, uh, you know, the event last night? You came to it because I didn't even know what was going to happen. I talked with Aubrey about it. It's like it was an amazing thing. I have got to all props to Doug for getting really cool people and bringing them together. Here's a picture. Uh, let's see who's in this picture. Uh, there's, hey, there's Doug, you, yep. Tony. Yeah. And a gentleman on hey, the left has a Scott Scherner. Yeah. He has a hyperbaric unit yes. and a farm. Yes, he does. And he's back in the Salt Lake Valley. And it's funny, I had called him. And, and, you know, I usually connect with him on the way out of town. And he's like, well, we're not going to be here. My wife and my, my daughter and I were going to head out somewhere for 24 hours. And so I was like, well, that's interesting. Okay, no problem. See you later when you get back. And I said, where are you going? He's like, oh, we're going to some school or something. I had no idea. I get to the restaurant, uh, Good surprise. the giving tree, and he and his wife and his daughter are there. I'm that's like, awesome. dude, what is that? Totally, totally blew. You know, I know I don't usually get tricked by things. 
I was totally played. I had no idea. And so that was awesome to see them. So shout out to Scott and family for being there yesterday. You guys were great. So it was kind of fun like that. Little things that were happening, connections, and you saw like sparks fly and, and you know, energy was good. The what What's really nice to see is that people are still fighting the good fight. Now, we've been beaten down for many years. And I mean, this has been happening for for many, many years. And uh, the truth is trying is finally coming out. And, you know, the people that are, you know, I don't we don't use woke or awake. You know, the people that understand what's going on are trying to educate those that, you know, might be still having some wool pulled over their eyes. Right. Yeah, there's plenty of that yeah. still, despite it all. Uh, so you're in an area of Scottsdale that has a bit of hashtag wokeness in it. Um, no, don't let the, uh, the voting, uh, <laughs> don't let the voting yeah, fool you. Yeah, don't let the <laughs> voting fool you. This okay. is, this is, um, you know, conservative, you know, red state. Mm-hmm. It won't change. Um, just because the color of the, you know, the, the party got in, uh, that's actually not how this place is run. And we, we've been to a lot of campaigns where, you know, the lobbyists are still fighting the good fight on the other side. And, um, I really believe that Arizona is going to pull through and be one of the leading states and change and in, in, in what really needs to go on um, throughout the United States of America. Yeah. Well, I was talking a bit about health freedom last night at the event. And that's, you know, one, I'm even wearing a health freedom shirt I got from my friends at Health Freedom Pennsylvania when I was out there. Uh, but I'm good. from Philadelphia. Are you really? Yep. Okay. Well, this was uh, out west where I was at the time near Pittsburgh. And I'm okay. feeling for them because that's not far from East Palestine where they have gotten hammered with the dioxin and everything that's going on yeah, out my there. My dad just got a uh, 33 acres. My brother took it over right uh, below the Finger Lakes, right below um, uh, Erie. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, no, um, where the NASCAR place is. Um, I forget what it's called. Um, well, I know there's Talladega and Daytona, but those are down south. Yeah, so. um, I'll, I'll remember it in a second. No problem. They, they bought yeah. 33 acres, and uh, they're kind of doing their own exit and build. Mm-hmm. Um, which is, you know, going a little bit off grid, right. You know, growing their own food, nice. um, you know, secured water, mm-hmm. um, that kind of thing, which Doug will talk about when he comes up here. Yeah. Very cool. Well, the, the concern we have is that, you know, if you are in a heavily concentrated areas, uh, not only that, we're seeing the, uh, electromagnetic frequency, the grid that is just being devastating. It's the invisible, you know, danger that we don't see, but you hear about, and you're like, is it real? Well, it's real, but everybody's got strengths and weaknesses. Some people are more harmed by even mercury. We talk about mercury and teeth, the silver fillings that are wrongly called silver. Some people have been put in wheelchairs having that, remove them, then they come out of the wheelchair. Others, they don't notice anything. Oh, I'm fine. They may have lingering issues that they don't relate to subtle mercury toxicity, but that's the point of bioindividuality. Watkins Glen. Watkins Glen. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's the racetrack. Okay, very cool. Really nice area, but we were worried because, you know, the wind was taking all that that you know up that area. biohazard. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's I mean he has two beautiful daughters, and mm. you know that stuff was just settling right up, right across them because it was getting taken by the the jet stream. So you know yeah. the the significant impact that that had is immeasurable. Um, well, and that's all the reason why uh, countering what we know of these toxic poisons and not is not going to be done by more toxic poisons, aka drugs. We have got to ramp up the antioxidant capacity of the body. That is the the minerals like selenium, which I've been you know preaching about for decades as well on this show, and also more recently a shout out to my friend Babri who came all the way from the former Soviet Union, Georgia, Tbilisi, got out of there, went to Israel, and now is in America with his Folium PX product, which is a Chernobyl level antioxidant. 
We're talking people that were dying of radiation poisoning and other toxic poisons that this combination formula is like, you know, selenium is still very important, but this folium PX has saved my mom's life, I believe. She had been fading over the last three years of COVID. And again, whether it was COVID related or not, she was not jabbed or anything. Two weeks on the folium PX from Babry, she was up dancing again. Not kidding. And she's 89, y'all. Take that seriously. If you have any oxidative stress, and in addition to things we'll talk about with you know the chamber behind us, how many things can benefit you, we still have to get the minerals, the botanicals, homeopathics, other things that can facilitate normal, optimizing metabolic and immunological function. Yes, sir. Um, I mean, obviously leading with nutrition and, and, and changing our diet and I mean, everything that we're marketed is poison, Yeah, you know, and, and just teaching people to, you know, how to grow their own food and you know, because everything on the shelves right now is, you know, has so much toxins and, you know, oh, you know a, just, just sprays and, you know, chemicals and, you know, it's just, it's, you know, it's kind of disgusting once you dig deep. Mm-hmm. You well, know. shout out to a paleocardiologist. Dr. Jack Wolfson and his wife, Heather, they're hosting us tonight at Jonathan E. Moore's Health Freedom Event at Santee. It's a restaurant that's apparently all organic, uh, you know, free range kind of level, uh, even biodynamic level. Uh, It's not a vegan restaurant like last night where it was great people. David, the owner of that was amazing. I loved him. He was terrific. And Giving Tree was great. And, you know, everybody's got to figure out the right diet. But as Aubrey said earlier, and it's exactly what I'm telling you, start clean. And how do you define clean? Does it have to be certified organic? Not necessarily because the federal government standards could be lower than some farmers that care more than that. So whether it's certified organic, find out who's growing, know their practices, and even better, become your own farmer, right? And I've started using, have you, did you met Brian Jones, the farmer? Oh yeah. Yeah. Brian and I uh, had a great conversation last night and he feeds his uh, worms mycelium. Yeah. And uh, that's his soil has been tested uh put up against some of the best soil in the world and uh it's it's rain true that you know he's he's actually making some of the best soil you know you know to basically because you know today's tomatoes don't have the same nutrient dense as your even your grandparents oh yeah no that that is a very important point when i talk selenium people go i just eat a brazil nut every day dude your brazil nut today is a fraction of the selenium content it had 50 60 70 years ago and Superdon, I don't know if you have the pictures available that I sent uh, last week. It was uh, from the greenhouse because I got some of Brian Jones' uh, special soil. Is there a special name for it? Flicka seed? I can't remember everything. Don't be giving me crap there, Doug. Uh, you're coming on next, buddy. Oh, that should be entertaining. It's, it's Oh, yeah, we're going to have a great time. Yeah, but, dude, it's awesome. Uh, uh, Doug and Brian came over after an event, the, the Red Pill, and brought this, and we – I, we haven't been able to grow outdoors since then because it was after the season was over, but we've used it now in our greenhouse. And here are some uh, onions and garlic that's growing here in the spring that are booming. And uh, let's see if we got some salad greens as well. I know not everybody likes salad in the winter, but we, we still eat lettuce. And that's just gorgeous green and, and, and red leaf lettuce growing there, some mint behind that. And then I think there's one more. That is some Swiss chard. Is that a beautiful piece of Swiss chard or a plant? Gorgeous. So that's all, Brian Jones. Thank you, Brian, my brother, uh, for what you're doing. And you guys, remediate your soil because if you're not – so a lot of people tell me, I have no, I don't have a green thumb. It's like, dude, it's not your green thumb or, or whatever thumb it is. It's the soil. If you have good soil, you would have to burn the plants down to not let them grow, to not have them grow. And so I think a big misunderstanding of people to say, I, I can't grow anything. You don't understand the soil. If you have good soil, what will grow there will be amazing. Accurate statement, sir. Yeah. 
So there you go. So tell me about how you got into this. Not only I heard a little bit about this story because this is like an incredible. How many people can fit in this behind me? It's plumbed for twenty-two, but uh, it's a twelve-person hyperbaric <laughs> chamber. Um, when you say plumbed for twenty-two, what does that mean? It means it has twenty-two hookups. Oh, so for, for more oxygen. To come um, in, or? So basically, I mean, real quick, under pressure, your body absorbs oxygen. Mm-hmm. So we put you into a pressure vessel, take you down in simulated feet of seawater to a treatment depth. And then we supply 100% pure oxygen for an hour-long treatment. It's going to saturate all your bodily yeah, there fluids. There it is. We got the big your picture. Tissues, there. your blood plasma. It's going to get oxygen to where red blood cells can't get to anymore through damage, disease, poor vascular structure. It's going to boost your immune system. It's going to create angiogenesis, which is regrowth of vascular structure. It's going to promote collagen growth, which is good for skin, hair luster, and bone growth. It's going to mobilize stem cells, which is the basis of healing. It's going to decrease edema, which is doing all the damage in your body. And the newest study out of Israel says it lengthens telomeres, which is reversing the aging process. So right across the board, everyone needs hyperbarics, and they don't even know they need it yet. Well, how how did you get into it? So I was playing lacrosse up uh, in Vancouver, B.C., um, and I wanted to watch a Flyers game because I'm from Philadelphia. And I sat next to this doctor and... We just started talking. He said, you got a good head on your shoulder, sir. And why don't you come down to my clinic if you like with the see the job's yours. So um, I didn't even have enough money to buy French fries and a beer. So I bought some French fries and I was eating some French fries, just hanging out, watching a Flyers game. And uh, he said that. I said, I'll be there on Monday, sir. And uh, Zaid Ratanzi, shout out to Zaid Ratanzi. He's a really big doctor here in the hyperbaric community. He actually uh, just got his 20th year in hyperbarics as a, uh, a hyperbaric doctor he actually is in florida right now mm-hmm. um he's the one that took me under his wing uh showed me the ropes and uh i ran his clinic we got uh, bought out by another clinic i went down to key largo florida got my certifications uh under dick rakowski um so and then went back to vancouver uh challenged board exams passed the board exams and became a certified hyperbaric technologist mm. and a safety director uh, eventually, um, you know, evolving to trying to chase down my own chamber. Um, at one of my firefighter buddies, because, uh, he knew how much I, you know, I've been doing market research and putting all this going, you know, checking out all the clinics and mm-hmm. understand the benefit, um, said, Hey, get, get a hold of these guys and see what they're doing with this chamber. I got a hold of them and told them what I wanted to do with it. And they said, come get it. So you, you pulled this out of a hospital. Uh, yes, sir. When they weren't looking, right? No, no, <laughs> no. no he got it we, for real. I, it, we had to, <laughs> we had to open up a second floor wall. At, you at could the, not re- sneak this thing out in, as Tal- other words. in Tallahassee, Florida, at wow. uh, Regional Medical Center. They and, were just done with it. No, they actually downsized to monoplace chambers. Okay, so they can do more specific because in the hospitals they only treat the fourteen conditions that are covered by insurance. Sure, and they don't have groups that come in typically. No, you know, it's so one at a time, so it didn't make sense for them to have a chamber. So, like yeah, this. they went to. Uh, several monoplace chambers. So we uh, had to open up a second floor wall, pick and pull with two cranes. Um, wow. But unfortunately, um, you know, this chamber, I don't like to say late because I think life has perfect timing. And, yeah, and sure. God's got us. But um, it's a year behind. I had all the air holding tanks, the fire suppression system, the two Kaiser compressors and the um, control panel in my driveway and in my garage for over a year. Wow. And then they're like, oh, yeah, come get it. I'm like, oh, okay. Are, are we doing? Are we doing a deep dive today, or what yeah, are we sure. doing? We are after yeah. the show. I'm I'm down to take care of everybody. That's so, wild. Um, so, but again, this is something that you must be dealing with, like sports teams. Oh yeah, we have uh, Phoenix Coyotes come in, the Arizona Cardinals. We have a lot of UFC fighters because basically, 
um, we call it preconditioning. Uh, you have to prep for surgery. Mm-hmm. And as a fighter, you're prepping for surgery because you're going to get cut. You're going to yeah. get, you know, you know, dinged up. Um, if you uh, are in a hyperbaric chamber 24 hours before surgery, yeah, uh, it'll increase your healing percent uh, percentage by 50%. Uh, with less scars. My friend, uh, Bill Schindler, who I was just hanging out with last week at the Next Steps Conference, he's at the NFL Combine with, uh, you know, this kind of technology. You know, so at the highest level of athletes, they understand how important this oh, is. 100%. I wish everybody could access this. It's, it's a competitive a- advantage. Yeah, but I, I think in terms of a healing advantage for anybody, yeah. not just high-level athletes. Well, you think, you're thinking most diseases can't reproduce in a high-oxygen environment. Mm-hmm. So it slows down the maturation of all disease. Yeah. And you're boosting your immune system. And it's, you know, you're... You're, you're mobilizing stem cells was the base of healing should be a part of every single surgeon uh, surgical protocol uh, to boost the immune system increase the healing rate by almost 50 percent with less scars I mean it's 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 right across the board everyone needs even just from a general maintenance perspective mm-hmm. um, yeah well what you're doing here is extraordinary now do, do a lot of people know about this place yet uh, that's that's one thing that we're doing. So we have high end clients. We have you know the the athletes, and then we have sick and injured. So right now we're we're educating the middle masses. Mm-hmm. And then once I do that, uh, I mean this is my I've opened up two integrated health centers, one on the East Coast, one on the West Coast. But this is the first time I did it with my own money. Okay, it's a big difference. Big deal. Yeah. No. Con- <laughs> hey, look. Congratulations. You believe in this. You put your own money up, and you have more control over it as well. There's good things, and you have the ability now. It's like we hooked up with Aubrey here, right? Nutrition, local people that will talk, you know, uh, that you have help each other out. It's a, it's a difference maker. The people that come in here are absolute blessing. I mean, uh, people, most people don't find hyperbarics until every other medical door is closed on them. And then we're actually helping them. And then, you know, once we help them, they leave with like tears of joy. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. But you got to remember, we're not just helping our members. We're helping the family of our members as well, because we've, we've had vaccine injuries. We had post, you know, uh, um, long callers, COVID, uh, we took a gentleman that they basically want to write off in the hospital. They sent the pastor in to tell the wife to pull the plug on him. Vaccine injury, 15 minutes without oxygen, 45 minutes of chest compression, brought him back to life. Yeah. While he was in the hospital, they sent the pastor in to tell the wife to pull the plug. They said, you don't want wow. him living like this. She looked at him dead in the eyes and said, what kind of person are you? Yeah. So then I got a phone call because, you know, one of uh, his best friends, he, uh, he's like, this is family. I need help. I said, bring me and I got him. So we took him from um, basically a uh, complete vegetable. I had to pick him up out of the car, put him in a wheelchair, pick him up in a wheelchair, put him in a red light bed, pick him up out of a red light bed, put him in a wheelchair, put, you know, whole nine yards, pick him up out of a wheelchair, put him in the hyperbarics. It, this went on for months. But uh, when he got here, he had a softball size bed sore on his tailbone. Uh, we healed that up in less than 30, 30 treatments. Mm-hmm. Um, and all, all we were working on was lengthening and strengthening because he was – literally basically you know hunched over yeah hunched over didn't even know what planet he was on i I went through all of his medicines and you know found out that most of these uh medicines were like don't describe don't prescribe with the one above it was that'll be destructive of connective tissue as well it was it was disgusting remember last night i brought the silver and the copper yes i I grabbed a couple yeah and and the silver can greatly accelerate wound recovery in places where it never does so in combination with what you're doing the silver and oxygen it's a it's an incredible thing to witness how fast it can happen we're looking forward to putting that on our website as well and and helping you spread yeah and the the copper is is tremendous the sovereign copper for all connective tissue issues that's why athletes will wear copper clothing you know those kinds of things because it it reduces inflammation without suppression it's not like a steroid that destroys the liver and the immune system it actually has a side benefit for liver detox pathways phase one so 
This, this is great stuff that you're well, doing. Well, he here. ended up actually walking out of our clinic. Yeah? Yeah. Awesome. And, and he walks into our clinic now and walks ah, in. You know, I so went great. from carrying him, literally carrying him in, mm-hmm. in and out of the chamber for Dude. months to walk. Now he walks in and <laughs> out of the That is so clinic. great. So your ability to care for people, you mentioned a red light therapy bed. You have foreign infrared saunas. Oh, yeah. We, we basically else? put together a whole bunch of cheat codes um, all underneath one roof. So we have infrared. <laughs> Did you say cheat codes? Oh, cheat codes. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> now, is that like a – they're not really cheating because it's not steroids. No, it's – it's it's most people complain about time and money, hmm. right? So all I did was put everything underneath one roof, streamline it, made it affordable. And then eventually attached to a full gym, mm-hmm. a healthy eating center with a 24-hour drive through I so, noticed you had some athletes here working out and doing the, the vibration plates yeah. and everything. So we uh, we have red light, PMF, ozone, uh, cryo, infrared saunas, IVs. Um, we just picked up a Rife generator, which I have to do my homework on. Shh, don't tell anybody. It's the good stuff here. Uh, eminent, E-M-I-N-E-N-T, wellness.org is the website. Uh, if you'd like to reach out to Mark, Mark at eminentwellness.org as well. It looks like you're on uh, Instagram at eminentwellness underscore. It's it's at eminent underscore wellness. Underscore wellness. Okay, we yep. got to put the underscore in there. I'll find you on there too. I haven't even gotten to post anything on uh, uh, that Instagram thing, Yeah, which is a shame because I had Aubrey here and she does Instagram and it's like, I can't keep up. Uh, it's it's too much, too many platforms. It's just amazing <laughs> to try and do everything. But the cool thing about this place <clears throat> is that we're having undeniable results. Mm-hmm. So everybody that, I mean, we actually were called hope dealers because when people get here, they're, they're out of hope. Mm-hmm. You know, they've been beat down. So but, uh, bad by the current medical model of cut, burn, and poison. But unlike the hopium dealers, which is just like a you know yeah. pharmaceutical fantasy that's not real, you're talking about real, yeah, like actually tangible results. You know, right? the mind is a very powerful tool. If you think you're getting better and and you're given the proper tools, you're yeah. going to get better. Exactly. Hey, there's one more article I want to cover with everybody here, including you, Mark, uh, because it goes into the antioxidant uh, aspect of life. And this is a study Superdone pointed out. It's at uh, physphys.org. A study reveals link between selenium and COVID-19 severity. Now, shortly after the COVID craziness began, uh, I brought up the fact that if you are concerned about viruses and viral activity and viral replication, the key mineral to stop all of that from ever even beginning is selenium. And and Dr. Batar, my buddy, we he used to say, uh, selenium is birth control for viruses. They cannot exist in a selenium-rich environment. This is more evidence. And in, in, in fact, I, I, I pulled out studies out of China that showed in areas of selenium-rich soils and, and food and people, there was little to no COVID manifesting at all. And in areas where selenium was deficient is where you saw the worst uh, manifestation. So um, this is another study that validates and backs that up. In fact, whatever COVID was doing, it was impacting on where selenium would be impacting. So having selenium there instead of COVID, whatever you perceive that to be, uh, it would explain some of the metabolic pathways as to why and how selenium is so critically important in preventing this and many other toxicological diseases, burdens, including if you buy into the viral theory of causation or even contribution to uh, ill health. Uh, but the selenium and oxygen, right, and the hyperbaric, all of these things are complementary. It's not a one-size-fits-all per se, but it's one and one, and all of these things add up. The answer lies with all modalities working together. Yeah. This is just another great modality to add. And it's huge. So everybody, if you're not getting the 100% whole food selenium, I, I'm not a synthetic isolate key, amino acid chelate guy, if I can avoid it, that whole food selenium I use as an innate response 
and I'm not brand loyal. I'm product specific loyal. And when it when it works clinically, unless something can can find to work better that I've been using for years. And I get that from my friend, Jonathan at choose to be healthy.com choose to be healthy.com. And you can use the code RSB five to get a little discount when you go there, uh, get the innate response selenium. And even with everything else that I do, I still take, uh, I try my target is three fifty microgram tablets three times a day, which gives me 450 micrograms of selenium. If I'm under a lot of stress or sickness or ill health or immune challenge, I can double that easily with cancer patients and neurological degradation. I always go up to that, at least that 900 microgram level. And a lot of doctors freak out because they go, oh, selenium's toxic. It's like, no, no, no. What you bring to the world is toxic, <laughs> doctor. Selenium is yes. a godsend and it will reduce toxicity. And if you're on chemo or exposed to radiation, selenium is that life-saving aspect that'll keep your healthy cells healthy. So we're about Oh, we got a minute before we're uh, doing a simulcast with our friends at Brideon.tv. Mark, God bless you, my brother. It's so nice to meet you. Very, very on awesome this trip. to be here, sir. I, I, re I really appreciate you coming by and, yeah. uh, you know, spreading the love because, you know, it's going to take people like yourself to, we, to get the word out. We got to get the word out. And, uh, you know, we'll keep doing our thing here and, and you know, taking care and, and hopefully expanding to, you know, all four corners and then. Yeah, uh, put a couple more of these out there. So uh, that's that's why we're going to be successful because I built this to take care of the people that we love and care about. Exactly, that's what we're here for. And I thank you, Mark, for hosting us today. Yeah. And we're gonna we're gonna do some all kinds of experimentation with the stuff he's got here. I'm gonna try out. I'm some gonna things. run them through. We're gonna talk about it. This do is after I did my kickboxing this morning. So, uh, Mark, thanks for being here. Thanks for hosting us. God bless, sir. And we got thank a lot you. more healing to go. And uh, look out, Doug Fletcher's coming up in the next hour as we simulcast on TV, So stand by for that in three, two, one. All right, welcome to our TV uh, simulcast of the second hour of the Robert Scott Bell Show. Sitting next to me, you missed it, but you'll have to rewind the show. Mark Cottom Jr., and we're here at his place, Eminent uh, Wellness in Scottsdale, Arizona, and that's who's hosting us for today. I'm doing some health freedom events with Jonathan E. Mord, who's running for the United States Senate out of Virginia, but... Uh, we're not doing well here in Arizona getting uh, constitutional people in office because there's a lot of stuff going on. But if we can get them in in Virginia, it's going to help us all. So there's an event tonight at Santee, a restaurant that's all organic. Jack Wilson, the paleocardiologist, is co-hosting that as well. We'll be there for that. Uh, once again, I want to thank Mark for hosting us. We've got an, a dynamic hour coming up. If you'll just join us, if you're just joining us, please share the show, robertscottbell.com slash listen. Sign up for the newsletter. You can text RSB to the number 22828, RSB to the number 22828, and you'll find out that the power to heal really is yours. Confidence in medical scientists and the CDC has declined since COVID. Could that have been avoided? Well, I have to say, first of all, that um, there has been a lot of misinformation, disinformation, and there are people who perpetuated that. And it's not from reputable scientists and public health officials. But at the same time, I also think that the public health establishment has made some unforced errors, including, for example, not acknowledging as much as we should have that science evolves. And when science changes and new data come out, our recommendations also have to change. I think the CDC could have done a better job 
job of explaining the rationale behind their changes. And I also think that we shouldn't have been so quick to dismiss certain hypotheses that actually turn out to be valid. For example, natural immunity is actually a thing. But I think that there was fear initially that if we talked about natural immunity, it might dissuade people from getting vaccinated. But actually in not being truthful, although it was for good reason, it was to try to get people vaccinated. Still, I think that ended up breeding distrust because people thought, if you're not being honest with me about this one thing, why should yeah. I trust you on others? Exactly. Liana, when you I won't say the word I want to say. Uh, joined now by Doug Fletcher, exitandbuildaz.com. My buddy, my pal, uh, we've got a lot to talk about. We've had a great hour already leading up to you, uh, but we just heard from Liana Wen, uh, this wench. Yeah, I'll say that. It's <laughs> a good one. Who uh, uh, says, yeah, it was okay that we lied to you about natural immunity because for, for a good cause. We wanted you to get the jab, the jab that destroyed immunity. The jab that destroyed fertility, the jab that destroys connective tissue, the jab that destroys the nervous system and the brain, the, the, the jab that destroys the heart, the cardiovascular. But we meant well. We just told you there was no such thing as natural immunity, even though in immunology, uh, it's superior to, to vaccines. Oh, no, not now. We just have to forget it in the COVID era. And they're like, oops, sorry. You wonder why we don't trust you? I didn't trust you for a long time, Leanna. <laughs> and, uh, um, you know, there are people. In fact, I was in a. I went to the, the gym this morning, and thanks for picking me up after my workout, Doug. But I, I, I did a lift to get to the gym, and the guy in there, he had no earthly idea about this stuff. But we started talking. He's like, why are you here? I said, talking to health freedom. And, uh, you know, he, he, he was like, you mean all that stuff I was told was a lie? Oh. Yes, you've been lied to. Oh. And then he said, what about climate change? I'm like, oh, oh my gosh, we don't have a long enough ride. Uh, but at least he was friendly. He didn't throw me out of his uh, lift car. I don't know how he raided me afterwards, but... Uh, there are still a lot of people, Doug, that don't know. They yeah. only get their information from people like that on CNN and Ooh, MSNBC. There are levels to it. <clears throat> it's amazing. If this didn't say this, it would say kill your television. That would be next. Mm -hmm. Yes, exactly. And and what is this symbol, this uh, triangle with the eye? It's like Horus, an Egyptian eye in there. Yeah, people have mistaken that. This is about diluting the power and bringing power, the power back to the people. So mm -hmm. it's an inverted eye, and it just gives us our power back. So parents, it's not actually saying that word. It's, it's oh, a little no, bit off. of course. Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> not that we would ever cuss, of course, uh, on the Robert Scott Bell you show intentionally. Oh, right. okay. Yeah. No, I mean, it's a kid-friendly show, but I understand okay. you got to talk to your kids about this stuff. Uh, so as we open up uh, our two, uh, Super Don, if you don't mind joining us for a brief moment, uh, as, as we open with that clip, it's an interesting clip of another, yeah, we admit we lied to you, but it was for a good reason, and you should just trust us again. You know, uh, it, it, that's, these are one, this is one of the topics that really gets me going, because for, it just seems like forever these talking heads get on there and these, these you know, these, these official, health officials and they're like, we just don't understand why people don't trust us. And it's really simple. Stop lying. <laughs> you know, I mean, don't lie. People trust you. When you, when you, when you violate their trust, it's very, you know, trust is a, a, it's, it's a, it's a tricky thing to navigate because once you, once you violate trust, it's really hard for people to trust you again. That's just how it is. Right. Yeah, you know, but so it's, you, it's you almost, want you want to bring back trust? Stop lying, Super Don. It's almost too much. Like this guy in the lift that I took this morning, it, it was like, "You mean to tell me, you know, and fill in the blank that everybody was lying to me?" I, I'm like, yes. Unfortunately, it's a it's a 
you know, a, a major disillusionment moment that not everybody can handle. They'll go, they'd rather go into cognitive dissonance because it's too much for right. some people even today. Right. And we can't well, reach them. Maybe, maybe I planted a seed for that guy. I don't know. I was nice to him. I didn't yell at him or anything. I mean, there's what's the point and then, of that? And then, and then look at what they try and do to rebuild the trust. You know, if you want to rebuild trust, first off, you need to accept the fact. First off, you've got to admit you lied. You've got, I mean, that has to be step number one. You've got to admit, yeah, yeah you know, sure. we were wrong. We shouldn't have done that. That was the wrong thing to do, you know, but we, we have good intentions and we're going to do better and mm -hmm. then, and then start doing better. Right. I mean, it's, it's, you yeah. know, this is something a kid could, could explain, but what do they do then to try and rebuild the trust? They, what do they, they do? Well, like, Here's what we're going to do. We're going to beat you over the head with a science stick even harder now. <laughs> I'm sorry. And it's like, no, that's not going to work. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, here's what we're going to do. For for the African-Americans, we're going to have a rapper go out and tell you the stuff that we've been telling you because then you're going to believe us, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, how how insulting can you be? Let's get some more celebrity spokespeople. In, in a, yeah, we'll get stuff. some celebrities. You know, then they'll trust us. Then they'll believe us. You know, I think people are over it at this point. That may have worked for a short period of time, but well, I think people are over it at this point. Super Don, don't answer this, but do I sound like a whiny little radio host when I point out the fact that we've been right the whole time and they've been wrong and yet they still want to be the authority? They, oh, come back to us now that we admit we were wrong and we'll get it right this time. And still, don't have, I don't think, listen, we used to whine a lot about that. <laughs> we did. <laughs> we don't have to anymore because yeah. people are not falling for it like they used to. Well, it's Doug a weird time that we're in. We're, this is like a strange time. Everyone's got their story of how they turn out. Yeah. yeah. Doug, <clears throat> you, you were able to break break it and wake it, you know? I was lucky. I was lucky. I was I was 17, turning 18. Um, there was a strike in baseball. I wanted to go a different direction. I was floundering. I considered going to the military. I had a teacher who I ended up becoming that told me to take hallucinogenics and uh, read Bold the Pale Horse. And now I live about 30 minutes away from where author William Cooper mm. ended up. So William Cooper, who I interviewed in the 1990s before I had my show, uh, I did some documentary film work and uh, interviewed uh, Bill Cooper and learned some things that put me under the covers in abject terror to realize that the, the, the things I'd been reading about may actually be in fact true about those who would try to own and control us by any means necessary, even if it meant killing us or our children, that there are people on this planet that do not share our values, that do not defend life. They might pretend and play a good game for the public, but in reality, then they call us out for calling them out. And what do they call us? Conspiracy theorists, mm. the CIA term that turns out the CIA coined the phrase to distract from the fact that they actually contributed directly in killing by, uh, your, uh, John, Jeff, F. John F. Kennedy. <clears throat> I mean, it, how, and then yet today they still try to throw that word around like it has meaning. Man. Man. It's amazing. I know. You've been there. Well, I went from the Georgia Guidestones to Daily Plaza. Daily Plaza was a very strange place to be when they actually murdered them. And it's just, the story is just so wild. Yeah. So, uh, Doug, let's, uh, let's talk about what we're doing here. Not only at Which this part? particular event, but you are amazing. I have to say, like I said, I, people say I'm a connector. Dude, you, you are. are a connector on the ground. What you're doing here with the uh, Exit and Build AZ, the community that came, that showed up at the restaurant, the Giving Tree last night. I mean, it was at least 50 people, maybe more than that. And just great people all the way around, various different backgrounds coming together. And most of them didn't even know why they were there, including me, <laughs> other than I knew why I was coming. And you just set the stage beautifully for a wonderful, wonderful event. Oh, man. I, I had a lot of help. And I, let's, I just heard a lot of my name. Let's just 
this is all divinely inspired. Let's start there. This is a Agreed. spiritual war we're dealing with. And, you know, without connecting to that power of source, you know, creator God energy, none of this would happen. So, you know, but we've got a good team. I mean, David War is awesome. His, his restaurant, Chocolate Tree, originally started kind of the plant-based movement in Arizona. This gets into David Wolf and my my uh, mentor, Dr. Sarah Ciso, and some people. And then uh, Giving Tree is a sister restaurant that's fairly new. It opened right when COVID happened. And I kind of knew about him a little bit. He was mm. using electrolyzed reduced water. And I kind of went in mm. there. And they were trying to shut him down. So I stayed in the streets and tried to bring people into his place because everyone was so masked and vax mm-hmm. paranoid. Yeah. Yeah. You know? and, and that's what I'm talking about. A lot of people that were conscious and about food, you know, that were really environmentally concerned yet they bought the lie of covid so so much so that they became like militant in uh, attacking you if you didn't wear a mask just right or at all you wouldn't get the jab anything you questioned about it you became and these are the people that uh would claim to be the intelligence the intelligent people among us and yet they they fell so deep and dark for this and i don't know if they'll ever wake up you know, well, we're going to throw some names around here. There was a, a, a Laundra Ruiz at the Village SD in San Diego. She stood out. She hosted a, a major event. I mean, uh, you know, Peggy Hall, a lot of events with her. Her boyfriend, Johnny Juicer, Laundra's boyfriend, was big in it. I mean, these are people that were really trying. This spawned a Del Big Tree, Bobby Kennedy event in San Diego. Um, yeah, it's just there's there was there's a couple of fighters out here and eminent and uh, this is another one of them. It's a private membership association and mm-hmm. there are some people that get it. David himself got it. They were doing very well at giving tree at Chocolate Tree in Sedona, mm-hmm. being very. You don't have to come in basically if you're scared of the masks. There's going to be people in here maskless. You can come in at your discretion or not. So David gets it and nice. you know it's a nice container for us to be at. Nice. So uh, exit and buildaz.com. Uh, there is that website. I don't know what's going on there, but you, what I sense about what you're doing is trying to say, hey, guys, this this artificial reality, which we've become <laughs> accustomed to in our lifetime. Oh, there it is. Uh, Super Don showing it up there uh, is not going to last. It's not sustainable. We no. know that. Now, I'm not using sustainable in the same way the World Health Organization, the UN and others use it. But I'm talking about the ability to live in an environment in reality, not because of a, an artificial suppression of freedom to do things but an artificial uh, reduction or elimination of that freedom. And so you've been encouraging folks to, you know, get off grid, grow your own food. That's why you connect with Brian Jones mm. and the soil. And as I said last hour, if you think you don't have a green thumb, and I have a lot of people say, I can't grow anything. Look, I grew up a city slicker. I didn't grow stuff till I was well into adulthood, years and years into it. But it's the soil that's key. If you have good soil, that green thumb that you thought you didn't have, it becomes automatically green. Oh, it's easy. I mean, yeah. he's, he's, he's made it simple for us. He calls it flicaseed. So you flicaseed. flicaseed and that's it. <laughs> I love that. It's a mycelium-based soil. It's got the 28 essential microbes, the 8 essential mycorrhizae. Um, you know, it's a live soil. So live soil creates nutrient-dense food, which creates proper nutrition, you know, grown with, you know, water without fluoride, chlorine, chloramine, and the rest of it. You know, we've got a chance here. So... Yes. So we're here. I'm just looking at the chat room, Super Don. I haven't been able to pay attention to anything out in the world other than what, what's happening here. Uh, and so if I haven't been neglecting you all out in the world, sorry. <laughs> we just got to carry on with our broadcast and I'll invite you, uh, for those of you who are in the Arizona area, uh, tonight at Santee, an organic restaurant uh, that Jack Wolfson has connected us with, is hosting an event for my good friend Jonathan Emord, who's running for the United States Senate. Uh, medical freedom forum and he, he and i thank you doug for indulging me I, I wanted to introduce jonathan for the people here 
uh, because, again, the, the electoral system sucks in Arizona pretty bad, as it does in most places. Uh, but I, I believe that, you know, as you talk about spiritual stuff, there are people on a mission that go right to the heart of that spiritual reality. And they are here to do things that not all of us can do or want to do. And uh, Jonathan has been inside fighting the beast from the legal side for years, decades, in fact. And I've seen him as a man of integrity, never compromise, never sell his soul, never sell out at all. And so it's a unique proposition that I haven't been interested in engaging in since Ron Paul, for the most part. Right. And you're like that. Uh, and and I, as I said last night in, in introducing Jonathan because of his bona fides, if that's how you say it, in health freedom, particularly in Constitution, that he's a man worth knowing. And if you are so compelled to support him in his efforts, uh, it's not going to go for naught. That's my feeling and sense about that. But I also say, as you do, there are many ways to restore freedom, many ways to to gain our, our I guess, spiritual sanity in this often insane world. Oh, man. And I honor those. Everybody's got their path, in other words. They do. I mean, there's so many levels to it, man. Let's let's just be real. Um, you know, the food is poisoned. The water is poisoned. The education system has been hijacked. These kids are growing up not knowing what their purpose is. Their heads have been stolen. They think their slave trade is their identity, you know. So human design has been stolen. Let's just start there. So the exit and build, you know, kind of uh, what it is, is let's get out of the way. Let's get the food, water. Let's get, um, you know, our own shelter. Let's get our own power. Let's get a community of like minds with schools similar to Layla Sentner, a mutual friend of ours, mm -hmm. and teach them the right way. You know, that there are no pronouns that this, you know, none of this, this false created reality is just a false created reality. It's, it's just absolute BS. Yeah. A belief system that is not mine. Let's say that. Yeah. That, and that's a BS is belief system. And oftentimes it's not our own. It's something that got programmed into us yep. unconsciously, subconsciously. It may be inadvertently by our own parents who meant well, but didn't know that they were running a program. This goes into Bruce Lipton's brilliance, yeah. right? Understanding where this is coming from. But more than just our childhood in our adulthood, the, the, the strengthening of the stranglehold of those that would want to deceive us and imprison us, we actually cooperate in our own imprisonment. Because if they figured out it's easier to not have to fight us, if they can convince us to have us do it ourselves, and we imprison ourselves by participating in their madness. Oh, fear and consumption, separate and divide, divide and conquer. It's gone on for how long? Mm -hmm. You know, they distract us. Panamek or Kenzie's up with an athlete. You know, we've got baseball, football, soccer, We're constantly looking at this. We're not even aware of the subliminal, you know, programming in the, in the commercials and the consumerism. And all of a sudden we're off and running, you know, and that's it. You know, we're, we've been hurt or something's happened between zero and seven. We replay the trauma. We're in fear constantly. Our brains aren't working. No, we're in the sympathetic. We're trying to get to the parasympathetic, a healing state. We can't even think right. We're surrounded by silent weapons, you know, and the scary part, and this is why, you know, I love, I, I, I had a good time with Jonathan, but if we don't get out of the way of the upcoming, you know, we're going to be in some serious trouble. Oh, there's no way to disagree with that, I think. Uh, and, and what does it mean to get out of the way, though? If you think about, if, if you got a boulder coming down the hill, you're going to stop it with whatever strength you have and get run over anyway? Or do you say, maybe I should step out of the way, warn people down, but you know, they're going to have to decide whether they're going to get out of the way too. I don't want to you know, condemn them to be smushed, but the reality is we see what's happening and how then do you step aside kind of like a Kung Fu maneuver, right. you know, move out of the way and then move forward in a different path that is uh, maybe is completely opposite to your programming. 
for much of your life. This is what we're dealing with. Right. Right. How do but I break this the is program? What we came here for. Yeah. And that's it. And the fear has gotten people so distracted from their sole purpose. You know, I would simply say to get out of the way, let's get out of the way of, of the frequency war. Mm. Let's get out of the cities. Let's get out of the way of the electromagnetic fields. I was blessed to, you know, learn EMFs with the guy that created the milligauss meter, environmental electrics, and Steve Scott in the 90s. So there's a way to shield and jacket, you know, but overall, What's scary in our mutual friend, Carrie Maude, she won't use the doctor term. I love her. She's amazing. She's amazing, yes. She's amazing. Um, you know, we're discussing uh, messenger ribonucleic acid and graphene oxide as it relates to tra uh, 5G and transhumanism and the zombie apocalypse again on the CDC, the WHO, and the Amazon website. What is that? What does that look like? And I encourage all of you to think, what does that really look like? You know, or would you rather be in the hills growing food on clean water with your friends? You know, and when money goes belly, then what? You know, I, I encourage people to liquidate their assets, put into something tangible, you know, and gather your friends. This is World War Three. It's psychological. Yeah. You know, get out of the way, exit and build. Well, the the uh, uh, old illusions, they die hard. And that's not a Bruce Willis uh, commentary, but it's just a concept of we have a power of belief that is imbued by our creator. And that means we can believe into reality things that are destructive as much as we can believe in the reality, things that are constructive, proactive, healing, and all of that, but the fear plays into that creation because you imbue what you want to happen or don't want to happen with that emotion, and fear is so powerful that it mm. lends very easily into that, why do we keep creating the things that we say we don't want? Because we're vulnerable to things we're afraid of, and those, that, those entities that know that, they will basically exploit those fears. And I've said many times over the COVID crazy year, how did we become so vulnerable to a COVID power of suggestion was because we were already programmed to be afraid of germs. Mm. And that germ theory, mm. because no doctor in the, in the West learns about Antoine Béchamp and the germ, well, the opposite of the germ, the law of the terrain. Uh, and so because we don't, we have no concept other than to say there are bad guys lurking among us. They're inside of us. They're all around us. And, and we the uh, medical elite, the priestcraft of the Church of Pharmaceutical Mysticism, own and control you because we're the only ones that can save you through shots, mm. through drugs, which is a complete and total lie, a fabrication, but imbued with the fear, the emotion, they have succeeded in throwing this veil of illusion on all of us, Man. except those of us who have woken up going, you guys are crazy. They're mm. killing you. They're killing us. And I saw, who was the Roseanne Barr. Do you see that? Yeah, just, she was on, I, I forget which show it was. I think it was Gutfeld the, the other, a few weeks ago. And she, her bottom line was like, they're killing you. They're killing us. It was like very right to the point. She's very funny, but she also is very aware of these things. And it takes sometimes the comedians to help, you know, whether it be a, a Woody Harrelson monologue or, a, uh, you know, there are so many comedians that have been the ones that have said, this is what's happening, y'all. We laugh at it and then pretend it's not. Uh, that we're at that point and phase where uh, it's becoming so overt, these killing fields like in hospitals or with the COVID jabs, what we're seeing in terms of manifesting uh, uh, spontaneous abortions, miscarriages, lack of fertility, the inability to replace the people who are dying. You talk about the population reductionist dream. You know, this is what is manifesting right now. Not... 10 years from now, we're in it right now. I'm, you know, that's the thing. When When is S going to hit the fan, Doug? And I try to, you know, affirm to these people, it has. It's hitting. Yeah, it's not, it has. Can't you smell it? Ooh, right. it's bad. Right. It's not good. If, <laughs> so so oh, man. the question is, are we willing then uh, first to see it? Like I said, I got to bring up that lift driver. It's like, well, he wasn't recoiling in horror other than to say, well, 
really? But uh, what do you do when you know? Or do you go into dissonance? Do you take more medication oh. and drugs and, and try to forget that this is happening? And then what's the result of that? I can tell you what the result is. I mean, you're looking at they, they've they've maneuvered the world with distilled spirits and pharmacia and sorcery and witchcraft. They've got people in a stupor and they're running a program for their entire lives. This is how mental slavery has, you know, captured yeah. the majority of us. And once you unlearn, you can't unlearn what you learned. And you want to scream out for the mountaintops, wake up, everybody. But, you know, there's only a certain amount that are really going to get it and actually take appropriate action to get out of the way. Now, when we discuss these things, some of you may go, oh, I really don't want to hear it. I don't want to know about it. I get it. Believe me. I, tough. I'm not saying to not find joy in your life. In fact, it's quite the opposite is when you unplug and get out of the way, as Doug mentioned, suddenly the joy that has always been around you and in you and every it's all of who you are. You re-identify with that. It never went away. We just focused our attention elsewhere and we played into their fear games and you step out of the way and you find your joy, your purpose, your mission. And it may be to be a warrior at this time. But there are many definitions for warriors and many ways to be a warrior. It doesn't always mean you pick up the spear and you, you stab somebody. There's uh, a lot of things when we recognize what's happened, how to maneuver people around it, get them above and beyond it to help them to see that reality that brings that joy, wisdom, and healing back into their life. And good people like Mark, who's hosting us here, are trying mm -hmm. to do that. And that's what we're bringing together. That's what you're bringing together. We're going to take a quick break here on Brighton.tv simulcast with Robert Scott Bell Show. Be right back. Okay, we are still going out to the rest of the world. Brighton.tv okay. does their little pause there. Anyway, I love talking about this stuff with you and also taking it to the place where, how would I say it? The Alex Joneses of the crowds, they often don't go to where is that phase of co-creation in the midst of all of that where you diminish their capacity to destroy us, not by fighting them head on, but by simply removing the energy that they take from us and use against us. It <clears throat> people don't like to hear the truth because it's tough to hear, mm. you know, but people pleasing is lying. So I've, I, the truth will set you free. I live in it. I have to live in it. And I go above and beyond to stay in it. And it's just been something that the download that I got, because mm. who else is going to do it? You know, everyone's looking for a savior, whether it be a politician or a cop or something else, handle your business. Mm -hmm. You know, I tell a lot of men to kind of grab their chest, you know, grab their whatever, mm. beat their chest and kind of, Hey, you know, this is the dominant masculine that they've reduced to, you know, they put women in the feminine, all of a sudden they're trying to be men and it's just the balance is way out of whack. So taking it back to the earth where we can even think correctly, good mm -hmm. food, good water, you know, eminent 2.0 will be very interesting. So you people that are watching here, we need some help here. We're trying to make this entire thing happen out in the middle of nowhere. So if that's interesting to you, you can find me at exit and the word and build az.com. I'm on Instagram. I'm shadow band, of course, but <laughs> yes, I enjoy it anyway. Oh, no, I appreciate what you're doing. You know that. Dude, you're the glue that holds them all together. Thank you for, thank you. Here we are again, a couple of years down the line. How cool is this? Oh man. That, that, that this happened. I mean, so again, cool. and I thank Jonathan Emord for making it possible. Honestly, I, I couldn't do this trip without him and I'm happy to support him because his bliss, as I talked about that, what is your bliss? What is it, your reason for being? Why are you here? Everybody's, let's say, mission is different, but it can be very complimentary in the midst of that. That even though I recognize most of the change will happen at the localist of local levels, they're still local at that level. 
there's a local aspect to being around a guy like Jonathan Emord who knows stuff down to the the historical basis for freedom in our country to do and have an impact there does have an impact just as it has right now, right here where we're sitting, have an impact and wherever you are, uh, are sitting as well. So we're back here live with our friends at Brideon.tv. You're listening to and watching the Robert Scott Bell show, robertscottbell.com slash listen. If you like to be in our live chat room or on social media, the few that we're not banned on, uh, I got Doug Fletcher here, my buddy from, uh, exit and build az.com. He's, uh, uh, just doing amazing work, bringing people together at the local level, which is where it ultimately has to happen. But everywhere you are is con- is actually a local level. That's the weird thing about it. You know, when we talk about D.C. and the and the, the corruption and the swamp that it is, there those that are in there, that's a locality too. And you got to have good people maybe impacting those who are ready to wake up there. But we're not waiting on that is the mm-hmm. point. We're out here doing better because we know better. And there's always more to do and more better to do. And I'm not even a fraction of the way where I, I would like to be, but I get, I didn't get to where I am overnight right. to what I know right. overnight. There were certainly epiphanies along the way like you've had, but then what do you do with that new information? Do you go back to sleep, take more drugs, or do you go, oh, this is the world I was meant to know and see and help to manifest? And that's the opportunity we have here in the midst of the worst that's going on. And in fact, because of the worst that's been happening, more people than ever have recognized some of these realities we're discussing today. It's a big step. It's a big step, but it has, it's appropriate. It has to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we are a one, we need to, somebody has to lead the way. And the pioneering of this is not an easy task. Let me tell you, and there's got to be losses and we're going to take hits and it is what it is. Um, you know, I do believe this is spiritual warfare and some of the deaths, I do believe they are with us mm-hmm. in spirit and something they couldn't do in the physical and yeah. the action figure. We've I lost believe. we've lost some friends along the way, some great uh, patriots and warriors as well, and they served also to wake us up. Yeah. Love, us love is love is a hard one. I mean, you can yeah. detach from your slave trade. You know, you can detach from people that die because there's nothing you can do about it. Love's a tough one. Mm-hmm. You know, but if we don't create this thing, love will end. I mean, yeah. this is this is the battle for you know. Yeah. Human against artificial intelligence. That's what Carrie and I deduced, and that's what it is. So Carrie Monde, doc, the doctor that doesn't want to be called doctor because she knows how bad doctors are. <laughs> that's why I say when people call me doctor, I'm like, dude, please don't. Uh, it's I re- did that you know, yesterday. I, I felt that? bad about it. I was, it's okay. I it's didn't okay. mention the show. No, yeah. it's all right. We got it out there. I, in fact, we had Aubrey telling everybody. She's like a, girl. a rock star. She's amazing. Yes. So if you go to the upcoming events tab at robertscottbell.com, please sign up for a newsletter. Uh, send RSB, text RSB to 22828. The number 22828, send my initials RSB, you'll get plugged in. Uh, Medical Freedom Forum in support of our friend Jonathan Emord running for the United States Senate in Virginia. That'll impact everybody in a good way. Jack Wolfson, my good friend, paleocardiologist who we had on last week, is hosting that. And that's at Santee Restaurant uh, in Scottsdale, Arizona, this very evening for those listening and watching live March 6th. Uh, Tomorrow, we do have a luncheon event at a local uh, family home to support this. Uh, If you can go to Emord for VA. Uh, dot com. You can learn about all the various events. I'm trying to get to a bunch of them. There's some in Virginia later in the month. Uh, there's online events you can see here. Also, the Nutritional Frontiers event, which is right after I'll be touring with Jonathan in Virginia, the end of March. Uh, we're talking about uh, April 1st and 2nd primarily in Clearwater Beach, Florida, which you know very well. Oh, Kogan. Yeah. So we're going to we're going to be there. Better days with, back then. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to be there with Nutritional Frontiers doing a, a healing retreat. Uh, and I hope to see you there. If they have tickets left, please check it out. There's online summits. We've got a big event in Utah coming up, and it's called BeHealthyUtah.com, April 21st and 22nd. And that'll be at the Mountain America Expo Center in Sandy, Utah. It's basically Salt Lake area. 
Then we're back in Nashville, Tennessee with our friends Terry and Stu Warner and the Functional Medicine Summit and Expo. I'll be speaking and emceeing. Looks like Judy Mikovits will be back there and many. Uh, Dr. Donna Parthi, who was with me at the Next Steps Conference, uh, Nushwander, Christina Parks. I mean, some brilliant, really smart people that are doing good work will be with us. Uh, Christina Rahm, uh, PhD, Ed Group apparently is going to be there. So please join us. The, uh, it's the end of April, 28th, uh, 29th, and 30th of April in Nashville. And then for those of you so inclined, this is this would be right up your alley to have a RSB family union. Oh. Yeah. This is going to be in uh, southern Missouri, very rural, on a homestead, July 14th, 15th, and 16th. And that'll be food, family, camping, music, learning, healing, homesteading, and organic pie. That's all I'm going for, the organic pie. Leslie oh, yeah. makes. She's also hosting a podcast on the Robert Scott Bell Podcast Network, uh, stay-at-home mom. And uh, shout-out to Ula and her husband, Mark, for their Preacher and the Polish Girl podcast added to the Robert Scott Bell Show. Then we're back in Las Vegas. It'll be hot then, September 14th through the 17th for the Las Vegas Biomed Expo. I'll be speaking at that event, moderating some panels, and we'll be broadcasting live. And that's at biomedexpo.com. And there'll be more all the time being put into the mix. So please keep checking back at Robert Scott Bell dot com and uh you know bringing that power to heal back where it belongs with each and every one of you so uh we're doing great here on timing now i think we're in the home stretch you, you did yeah. remind me though What's uh, that? keep checking out my website's evolving as well that thing i got a guy to kind of do that for me it's very nice of him you just people want to build az yeah but it's in the process there's some other things okay. we have a, a spa involved and you know there's just some other things some some interactive stuff. Okay. You know, so people can come out and kind of just check us and out. And even if you're not in right. Arizona, I th- my sense is that there are a lot of people you can connect with even uh, from afar to learn, to learn to do these things and duplicate them elsewhere. Oh, um, okay. So there is an event called the Arc of Sustainability that we've done two years in a row. That's kind of a, you know, from trade to barter to fire building to shooting to archery to Basic canning skills. to jar all of it dude. Yeah. stuff i didn't know so we've done that two years in a row that's a third one coming up uh rhonda bay rice is a friend of ours and uh, a plant-based chef her husband owns uh arizona's best equipment so we have you know uh, dirt moving equipment to get all this building mm-hmm. done and they've got a 680-acre property that they welcome people that want to learn how to be self-sufficient and self-sustainable. I can give you the link later down the line. Yeah, well, it's either that or, uh, you know, global vaccine passports. I'm not doing certificate of vaccination ID. Yeah, mm. COVID. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, the so World weird. Health Organization, believe it or not, I know. They, I thought they were so good. They were so awesome. <laughs> the WHO is pushing for global vaccine passports. The Unelected Health Agency wants to make COVID-era surveillance tech permanent. Uh, that's so out of character for them. Oh, what do you think? Where did that come from? I don't know. Where's that caducis coming from? Hey, yeah, I'm is that interesting? Like a conspiracy theorist here pretty soon. So, folks, this is another aspect of kind of like what Doug knows and what I've tried to hint to you all for years, that a real ID is one step from digital ID. That digital ID makes it possible for central bank digital currency to lock you down on a moment's notice because you don't toe the party line what that mm. what might that be gender dysphoria gender confusion you misgender somebody based on their claims in canada they've already fined and imprisoned people for this uh and that's coming to your neighborhood if you let it this is what we're talking about here not participating not feeding into that beastly system no, there will be no social credit score system for me ever in nope. this lifetime ever not happening but you've got to realize that if you try to do this after they implement it To say it's too late, it doesn't even come close to what I'm talking about. The point is you must practice now. 
doing yeah. the things that when you see at exit and build AZ, that kind of thing. We must practice now because when you have to do it, because you could argue, well, I don't have to do it yet, Robert. Doug, I don't have to do it yet, Robert. See, look at look at all of what's going on. I don't have to do it yet. But the point is when you have to do it and you've not been doing it, it's too late. You perish because you have no skills at all to actually live that way. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I love you, dude. That's yeah. exactly it. I mean, you know, people don't want to hear it, but that's the truth. Now is the time. And what an adventure it could be. You know, everybody knows the other way. They're trying to kill us. And the fear of death, you take that out of the equation, all you have left is life. Mm -hmm. So if you want to make this an action adventure, you know, this sci-fi horror thing, <laughs> you know, comedy, romance, some amazing story, you know, you are the author of your life. You know, I suggest people get up off their behinds and enjoy this thing, you know, turn it into something that you're proud of, build your legacy. Mm -hmm. It starts by helping other people. I guarantee you that. Yeah. Well, how do you find joy? In this time, that's one of the things I brought up as we were talking, like at the top of the hour, getting into this hour. Yeah, there's a lot of nasty stuff going on. But when you step out of the way, that's where, like last night, I found great joy in interacting with the people there. It was truly joyous, even though we were talking about some very serious issues that are threatening all of us. But being together, didn't you sense palpably that energy that was there? Oh, of course. You know, the truth has a, as a, you know, a vibe and we're just there. It's the truth. It's like, oh God, you recognize, I recognize you. <laughs> yeah. We yeah. can breathe again. Not I mean, alone. you got showing up is a huge part of it. People are, ah, oh, somebody else do it. Nobody else is going to do it. Get your butt up and just <laughs> show up simply. And it's a lot of fun. You'll mm -hmm. find once you do it once, even if you're socially awkward, that goes away, mm -hmm. you know, and you do it again and you do it again and you make friends and, you know, you find solutions mm -hmm. and it's amazing what an adventure it is. Yeah. And, and places like this, again, I want to shout out to Mark Cottom and, and Junior. And he's you know hosting us here at his eminent wellness and good people doing good work. And we're learning. We're always learning. It, you know, as much as we know, there's a lot more that we don't know still. Right. And I'm always excited to know people that say, you know what, I, I know a lot, but man, I can't wait to learn the next thing. And the next thing It's very exciting, but you know, coming in and people are coming in, coming members here as we've heard some amazing stories of healings that were impossible according to some but very, well, not only possible, but I think inevitable when you start integrating the things we're talking about here. There's many ways, you know, and this, in this White Mountain Healing Alliance, Mark's, this is a PMA, so this is a private membership association, so right. they're not going to be able to shut him down, and props to Mark for doing that, because that's not a difficult thing to do. I mean, we're in the process of becoming national as well, so... We really want to exit the matrix and do something different. Mm -hmm. um, the White Mountain Healing Alliance starts here. It's kind of a portal. This is Eminent 1.0. We're going to do an Eminent 2.0 off in the woods with all of the different wellness modalities we can come up with. Farm to table food, mm -hmm. you know, juice cleanses. People can stay there. So, you know, look us up. Get into it. It'll mm -hmm. be amazing. Very nice. Hey, Super Don, let me bring you back in the mix here. We're doing great. I'm just uh, enjoying my time as I knew I would. But it, it's it's intense. These trips uh, as you know, they can wear me down, especially the week long. This is a shorter trip, so I'm okay. But I was able to get my workout in this morning, and that definitely helps. And I'm encouraging Super Don, you and your lovely wife, to get out there and walk. I know it's been cold and snowy, but it just reminds me of how vital and valuable you are to a lot of people, not just me, but all the people that love Super D, including Aubrey, who just sang your praises, and she loves it when we <laughs> argue as well, which I thought that was so funny. Can you guys argue some more? You know, like, it's funny. I, your wife does the same thing. Uh, she said the same thing in the past. That that way, when, yes. uh, yeah. I, I guess we just don't fight enough. I, you know, it's just I know, what a terrible thing, right? Yeah. Well, no. I think the thing is you we have, have to be... We have fun when we disagree. 
<laughs> you get in a certain space. And if I call you cantankerous, whatever it is, but you got your passion points, you know, the, that things that hit you. And then I can try and get a word in edgewise. Good luck to me at that moment. And it's like intense, <laughs> but it's great. And the point I always like to make about it is that, in fact, we don't have to agree. In fact, if everybody agrees on everything, what's the point of life, right? It's about diversity, and that's not a bad thing. In fact, the microbiome is all about biodiversity. That's what sustains life. So we embrace our differences rather than fear them. But again, we are told that if you're different, you're dangerous. And that's, a, you know, an automatic tribal response. But I think it's also programmed artificially. Right. You guys don't strike me as the offended type either. Oh, he gets offended by everything. Uh-oh. Everyone. Oh. So, think, you know, it's the generation. It's the generation is what it is, you know. No, no. He's oh, when when we were younger, what did we do? We just we just rubbed dirt on it, right? I mean, this is that's. And we moved on. Exactly. Blank happens, right? You know, it just does, you know. Is Generation X the, the generation that will save us? What do you think? Gen X, huh? We got a unique experience on this planet. Like I said, we, we are not easily offended. We're like, just kind of move on and keep going, you know, in many ways. Yeah. I just found out. I mean, here's a good example. I just found out. I was reading an article this morning, uh, and apparently there's a, a call going out to Disney that they need to come up with a handicap. Why? Well, I, I don't even think handicap's the right word anymore. What is it? It's a, a, a disabled or a, handi- a handicapable uh, Disney princess. A handicapable oh, Disney yes. princess. Yes, and I was reading this and I was like, oh, and and apparently there's. A, do you remember using the word spaz when we were like you know teenagers stuff like that? Yeah. You're spazzing oh, out. Yeah. No, don't be a spaz. Yeah. Apparently, you can't say that anymore. You can't say spaz now? You can't say that because I did not know this. I did not know that that spaz comes from spastic, Uh which is related to uh, a condition you can can get with cerebral palsy, Mm -hmm. uh, where you lose, like, control. I don't know. Yeah, I I, I can't get that 20 minutes of my life back that I spent this morning (laughs) reading this article. But apparently that is not a, a thing to say. We used to say that all the time. We were kids, and it wasn't like we were making fun of people with cerebral palsy, you know? Yeah, the control of, of words, the control of language, the changing definitions yep. controls your thoughts. Yep. And that's what it's designed to do, to constrain you in, a, in an ever smaller box. Um, you know, the, it's ironic, though, that the so-called differently abled or disabled, whatever they're called, are induced primarily and largely because of modern medicine's penchant for poisoning the, the people rather than nourishing them, right? That replacement and displacement of nutrition with drugs over generations has created more disability. So it's actually induced by medicine rather than we're responding and we're the good guys, we're the medical people and we will help those disabled people. They don't even realize many of them, perhaps most of them that they have contributed over the generations to more disability than any other single thing or complex thing in the world. Is that a mic drop moment? I get it. <laughs> my nana, my nana, they said polio shot. The polio, my nana grew up with a hand like this her entire life from that shot. So, yeah, exactly. Terrible. Yeah, and no slight on Aubrey's uh, uh, generation as I talk about Gen X because she's rocking it. But she's an, minority, an exceptional. An, you know, there's anomaly. not many of her. Yeah, right. you're kind of an anomaly, and I appreciate this. But that gives me hope, honestly, yeah. when I see that uh, that that there are people that can see through this and they're standing strong. Hope and belief is how we beat this thing, is how we win this thing, and appropriate action. 
So anything else we want to cover? I'm wide open at this point. I'm just like I'm here to for the ride at the moment. Now. Yeah, dude, you I'm having fun? Here. Yeah, you I'm like having fun out here. Well, like I say, connecting with such good people just it uplifts me. It makes my heart happy. I know. You know, well, in the midst we're not of done yet. You got. I mean, I wish Brian Jones was here. Yeah, Brian was. He was fun great. to see him yesterday too. Yeah, the Marble Man. Yeah, now, the Zigzag Man. Actually, did we get pictures of Brian too? We got a couple of them. We need yeah. some more. Yeah, but y'all photographer right I, I, getting so important now. So the exit and build AZ is that also where they can find the flick of soil? Uh, yeah, well, you can find me, and I can find Brian. Brian's not hard to find. Okay, you know, and the soil, depending on the the actual amount purchased, we can ship it around the country. But it, you know, it's it's kind of a yeah raised diesel, as it, you know. It's an it's, investment. Yeah, yeah, but it's worth it. I mean, he's doubling and tripling people's yields. So, you know, that's helpful in times of a food family. They've destroyed 100 major food factories, and nobody yeah. wants to talk about that elephant in the room, but I do. Yeah. You know, and I'm going to keep doing that, and thank mm -hmm. you for having me on your show. You know? Yeah, I can't believe I had you on my show, Doug. I just don't oh, know man. what we're going to No, it's been awesome. Are you kidding? Oh, oh yeah, good. so we got Flick of Seed Organic Soil for sale. That's on a website. Did you just go to right to that website, Super D, that we're seeing on screen? That's a portion of the Exit Portion of yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. one there. Exit okay. Easy. Cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and we, we were asking... Uh, Aubrey early because she listens to the show while she's hiking on the podcast and it's like a lot of our focus is like when we do the first show it's live and, and video as well and I'm like are we annoying the people that listen on podcasts because we talk about things we can see and they can't <laughs> and it's apparently not it's okay for the most part so I hope they're not offended yeah right yeah we yeah I'm patently offensive Without being patented. I hope I'm not patented. Anyway. You should get this guy, this guy on your show what? here, Tony Tangelis. Tony? Prepper yeah. Fest. Prepper Fest. Oh, should we get him on to say The White say Mountain Lake. You want to? Yeah, yeah, bring him come, in. Come say come hello, on. Tony. Right. Thank right. you. I'll talk to you, you in a minute. It. We need to go on a hike. Aubrey, let's talk. Yeah. All right. So, Tony and, uh, all right, get get those heads headset on. You said there was a Prepper Fest or something coming up? Yeah. Well, no, this, this was uh, 10 years ago. We did these Prepper Fest expos. My name's Tony Tangelos. Um uh, yeah, we did these uh, self-reliance shows in Scottsdale and in Phoenix. Am I spelling it right? T-A-N-G-E-L-O-S? A, second. A-S? A-S. A-S. Right there. A-L-O-S. Now, okay, I'll get this right. My wife will get me. What is his last name? How's it spelled? T-A-N-G-A-L-O-S. Tangalos. Got it. So thank you, Tony. So you did a Prepper Fest many years ago. Yeah, we did them in 2013 and 2014, and I had a radio show called The Prepper Patch on KFNX. It was a 50,000-watt 1070 AM radio station. And uh, we were just uh, preaching, prepping, being prepared, mm -hmm. you know, long and, ago. And, yeah. And, and, you know, the market wasn't ready. I mean, we spent, we, these were six figure trade shows. We spent, you know, well into the six figures and we wouldn't, we would barely get three to 4,000 people to show up at these shows. Yeah. You know, people go to the beer garden show, the tattoo show, you get 10, 12,000 people to save your life so you can eat food and live, yeah. you know, Hard to get people to show up at that. Isn't it amazing? Well, I can just so, show up and go to the store here, 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 well, here. Exactly. I mean, so. look, I, I'm grateful that we have access to the ease, but recognize that that is not a permanent state of being. It's, an, right. it's an anomaly in the history of humanity. Well, you know, what I like to say is everybody lived a preparedness lifestyle before the Industrial Revolution. And then people started migrating off of farms and into cities. Mm -hmm. And then grocery stores started providing foods. And then people, instead of growing their own groceries and growing their own food, they, they got at the grocery store. Mm -hmm. But uh, there's a lot of people that think that combination of between all the junk that's in our food, which you mentioned, the glyphosate and all the, all the you know, processed food junk that's in there that you've covered well, um, and the likelihood that there's going to be a black swan event where grocery stores may not be able to supply food, it's a good idea to, to have your own groceries, grow your own food independence, yeah. 
Uh, Marjorie Wildcraft was one of our speakers yep. there. She's uh, we've had her on numerous times. Yeah. She's terrific. Yeah, a great friend of mine. And uh, we had Joel Skousen, Joel's who teaches amazing, yeah. uh, strategic relocation. Mm-hmm. Um, we had David Bloom, who wrote the book "Alcohol Can Be a Gas" about fuel alcohol distillation. He's probably the world's foremost authority on uh, fuel alcohol distillation. Nice. And we had some of the nation's leading self-reliance advocates, Dr. Prepper himself, James Stevens, who wrote the book on prepping. Mm-hmm. Um, making the best of the basics, the family preparedness handbook. It's sold over a million copies. And then we had a lot of liberty and freedom people. We had Sheriff Richard Mack. We had Stuart Rose of Oath Keepers. Mm-hmm. We had uh, uh, um, Alan Corwin, who's a prolific gun author. Uh, he's written 12 or 13 books on gun rights in Arizona. Mm-hmm. And so we, we would just bring, we brought the left and the right together. I'll never forget the first one we did because yeah. we had the permaculture people there. Right. You know, we had, and I literally had them intentionally the right pe- the right wing was on the right side of the venue and, and people walk in and the left was on the left it was you know so i had and, no, no, nobody fisticuffed no no every, you know what because you've mentioned it before everybody agrees that eating food and being free mm-hmm. is not a left or right thing yeah. everybody wants exactly. to be free they want to be free of medical tyranny they want to eat good food and they want they don't want to be tyrannized mm-hmm. you know and so so we everybody was kind of surprised a little bit of the left and right cringing at each other oh mm-hmm. you got those guys there tangalo so you got those guys there but we you know right. we we made it all work <laughs> everybody agreed on freedom and liberty nice all right well give me a comment on this story this is out of uh, newsmax mm-hmm. more than half the world will be overweight or obese by 2035 yeah uh, i'm thinking they they haven't paid attention to what's been going on in terms of food scarcity and all, panda, and all the things that are happening is like you're going to be dead if you think you're going to be overweight because you won't have access to the food that makes you overweight. That, that that's that. There's two ways to look at that. Yeah. The, the, the way is if 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 they look at it from their viewpoint, all the stores are going to be open and right. people are going to keep eating these processed foods that have all this junk in them that the mm. you know they eat the food and then it just sticks with them. It doesn't move right. through. Um, but yeah, I mean, I you know, I'm a big prepper advocate, so I believe people need to be growing their own food. We um. We've, we're starting a community called Homesteader Haven up north in Sholo, and uh, it's it's uh, 340 acres, and it's going to grow to probably be about 450 acres, mm-hmm. and it's all about a model of living self-reliant lifestyle. So we, we picked a place that Joel Skousen anointed as a safe place. It's got tremendous water security. It's at 6,000-foot elevation, so it's not uh, Midwest cold in the winter, and it's not Phoenix hot in the summer. A lot of people here in Arizona, oh, I could never live there. Right. It's too hot. We're over 6,000 feet, so it's not that hot up there. Mm-hmm. you know. And uh, at nights, in the summers, it cools in the 50s. And we've got temperature. Uh, we got uh, altitude for good temperature. We've got uh, distance from major cities and tremendous water. We're on the Coconino Sandstone Aquifer, which is one of the largest aquifers in the United States. And it's got really good quality water. It's got mm-hmm. less than 500 uh, total dissolved solids parts per million. So it's a uh, it's a great place. Uh, we we uh, have a goal to grow our own groceries and raise our own livestock. I have a guy that's got two hundred herd of goats that he's dying to get on our property, and I'm mm-hmm. like, bring them, bring them. You know. So is this uh, where we could go exit and build az.com yes. to learn yes. about this? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. Yeah. This is great. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. site is evolving. I know. Yeah. Yeah. So so our plan is to exit and build. We're not on the exit and build website right. yet, but we will be getting there. When you are self sufficient, self reliant, you you're not obese. It just doesn't exist. You're eating the food as it's grown, you know, the way it's always been done. And yeah, you can eat more than you need, but morbid obesity is unique to the modern chemical agriculture processed right. food That's world. Right. That's right. That all all not... the preservatives and all the, all the monosodium glutamate, yeah. 
there's a guy named Joe Horn that wrote a book. Um, gosh, I'm trying to remember the name of it. It's really good, though. Um, and it has, I, I, I'll, the name will come to me. And it just lists all the stuff in the in the food chain. Mm-hmm. You know, Coke used to be made with sugar. You can still buy sugar made uh, Coke in Mexico. But in America, it's all made with high fructose corn syrup, yeah. which is just horrible. It's got that corn that's GMO. And it's just, I mean, you know the drill. It's just, there's just all sorts of additives in our food supply that are horrible. And the solution is to grow your own groceries, raise your own cattle and livestock. I like to say I'm in a biblical wealth. I think our world's going to be moving from a place where people are focusing on their stocks and their bonds and their annuities and their investments. Mm-hmm. And there's a guy, um, Chris Martinson wrote a book called The Crash Course. I don't know if you've read that book. No, but he, I didn't. He, he, he was a big uh, CEO or he was a big big wig in a Fortune 300 company and he sold everything and he downsized and, and built a farm and he's living on a farm. And he's like, you know, this world's going to quickly go to where tertiary wealth, which is all these financial instruments, are going to quickly dissolve. And what's going to matter is biblical primary wealth, which is, you know, gold, silver, crops, livestock, land, water, things that, that were the real yeah. value in our society up until the Industrial Revolution. That's how people measured their wealth. Right. How many cattle you had, how many goats you had, how much crops If you, you don't had. know that kind of history, you have no earthly idea what Tony's talking about. And, you know, because you know, all you know is what you've lived through in your yeah. lifetime. And in this lifetime, we've lived the anomaly in the history of, of recorded history on this planet. Yeah. Yeah. And so not having access to uh, your own food or growing or having some, you know, abundance to where you could share or exchange and barter outside of a Federal That's Reserve right. note bankrupt system right. or to have the gold backs I talk about where my son is and other yeah. things. We, we have, to, have to prepare for that. So on that subject, we actually have a community that's uh, uh, building up there in the White Mountains. It's called the Community Resilient Network. And we are creating a marketplace to do swap meet trading. And uh, the currency we're planning on using, is, in addition to the gold backs, is junk silver. Nice, yes. You know, pre-1965 quarters, dimes, and halves for the audience right. that's not familiar with it. It's it's identifiable. It's immediately recognizable as what the content is. And nobody's trying to counterfeit junk silver because it's 50 years old. Yeah, it's, you it's know, not <laughs> worth trying. <laughs> it would be pretty and, the, and the gold back makes gold spendable at that level of junk silver yeah. in a way that we're used to with like note-like things. But the gold is in it. You're not yeah. worried about somebody cheating you out of it in a vault somewhere. Right. So innovation is happening, too. It's not all bad. The technological advancements can work, but in the spirit, you know, yeah. reconnect to the source of all healing, all health, all vitality, all wisdom, all of that. And it is not government. It is God however you perceive that to be reconnect to that. And then you'll find that vitamin L that makes life worth not only living, but adventuring. So, uh, Tony, dude, nice bonus on the show today. Well, thank you. I I, I had one last thing to share, you know, with the, we got 10 seconds. Oh, 10 seconds. And I'll, we'll do it. The bonus round, stick around bonus round coming up on the Robert Scott Bell show. Thanks again to Mark at uh, eminent wellness. God bless y'all for being here. Share the show and remember the power to heal is yours. All right, we're back, and we got Tony Tangalos, and uh, he said he had some t- thing he had to say, and we ran out of time on our broadcast, but in the bonus round, that's why we have it, just in case. So, Tony, take it away. Well, we talked, we talked earlier before the break about the difference between primary wealth and tertiary wealth, mm-hmm. between what people think is their wealth is, oh, I got these stocks and bonds and this and that, and how it's really going to get down to biblical wealth. Well, the other comment I like to make about wealth is um, the distinction between, and I coined these terms, ESC and TEC. So TEC is temporary earthly capital. Hmm. It's the kind of capital that you can carry around in your wallet 
Alan Corwin, who I saw at the, one of the shows recently, he hands out these uh, <clears throat> Venezuelan notes or Bolivian notes. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, the, I have the Zimbabwe billion yeah, dollar, trillion dollar the, note. The Yankee know. dollar is going to quickly become Scott tissue just like this is. It's just it's just a matter of when, not if. Right. right? Agreed. Mm-hmm. And 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 so what I what I talk about is that this this is temporary earthly capital. Even if it doesn't become bad in terms of loss of value, you can't take it with you into the next life. Mm-hmm. So the, the, the capital that I encourage people to start thinking about, and a lot of the people in this room do think about it, Mark and Doug that I know, mm-hmm. um, and Aubrey, I don't know you that well, but maybe you, you're into this too, is eternal spiritual capital. Mm-hmm. That's the capital of doing um, Jesus's two commandments, love God with all your mind, body, soul, heart, and spirit, and love your neighbors yourself. We are at a point in our society where we need to be helping each other and loving each other. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Mark's doing it with his eminent wellness here with all the modalities he has. You're doing it with your radio show. Doug's doing it. As, he's like the most amazing connector I've ever met in my life. Um, and, and what we're doing is uh, we want to grow. We want to have communities. We want to see communities sprouting up all over in the United States where people are living like the Homesteader Haven model, where they have their own food and water security. And then when this great reset happens and the central bank digital currency comes out and then they go, well, Robert, you know, uh, you want you want you want to play the game with the currency, uh, whip out your form and take the jab, you know, <laughs> exactly. And, and, and people, if you don't, you yeah. don't have access to the money you yeah. thought was yours. Yeah. You're, yeah. you're basically yeah. locked down virtually yeah. in your own home. And and yeah. people wake up and they're like, well, what am I going to do? Well, if people start my I, so I really advocate for people to migrate out of urban areas to rural areas, uh, low population density, three mile, three hours away from major city. And, and be in an environment where you have control of your destiny. You have your own food, you have your own water, you have your own energy, and you're living a self-reliant lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And, and to the extent that we are encouraging others to do that, that's, that's creating eternal spiritual capital. Because now these people that, that wake up and they have a place to go, now they're happy. They're, they're so thankful and grateful that somebody created this. And I take no credit for it, just like Dud said, all glory to God. I take no credit for this. My job is just to do what God's will is for my life, which is to create these communities. Mm-hmm. But uh, by creating these communities, by what you, doing, what you do with what you're doing and Mark and Doug and, and Aubrey and everybody, we are building eternal spiritual capital. And that's that. the kind of capital that you take with you into that's the That's different afterlife. than uh, the, the ESG. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Environmental, ESC, social, right. government. Yeah, I yeah, like yeah. this. Uh, eternal spiritual capital. capital. Yeah, ESC. Yeah. Very nicely yeah. done. So, so like that's that. that's what I advocate people to start thinking about. Is you know, don't be so concerned about you know your almighty dollar here because that's not almighty and that doesn't. God is almighty. Yeah. And, and serving serving our our brother, loving our brothers, ourself. Mm-hmm. is really the, the tickets. Shout out to our friend Michael Bolden from the 10th Amendment Center. He's in the chat room at robertscatbell.com. We love you, Michael. And uh, he's enjoyed this. Does uh, Doug know uh, John Bush? Do you know John Bush? Um, I don't know John Bush, but Doug, I believe, probably does. Yeah. With him. Yeah. yeah he's yeah. Uh, he's been on decentralization and doing great work for a long time. Yeah. My mom. Hi, mom. Uh, she says Santi means health in French. That's where we're going to dinner tonight oh, okay. for the Jonathan okay. Emord event. Okay. All right. So if y'all are interested, come and join us there. Uh, and let's see what else we got. Super Don Pat says um, it's handicrapped when we were talking about the word handicap. It's a handicrapped, apparently. <laughs> hey, so do you know John Bush? Yes. Derek Bros yeah. a little better. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's how we met. We met. We had an anti-vax conference up at the airport, and right? Doug brought a bunch of people up there. He brought Brian Jones, who I'd been hearing about. Where I was I meet. at that one? I, um, I missed that one. Two years ago, a couple of years back. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Cool. 
Yeah, we had a lot of people there. The whole the, the uh, hangar was packed with people. We had a nice food service there. Mm. I'll be up there. Yeah, I'm going to make it. I'm going to visit. We're going to have a we got to talk about how we can create an event so we can bring people there. Yes. It'll be great. Yes, we should okay? do that. We can plan that. Yeah. All right, Super D, what else we got on the uh, show notes or the uh, chat room? As in, we're in the informal uh, here. And Tony, thank you for adding okay. that. That was great. It was well worth that you stuck around for oh, that. For the bottom feeling there? Okay. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so Super so D, Kelly, Kelly Burkhart sent a couple of photos in from last night. Kelly uh, was them? there. And I think if I remember yes. correctly, let me go back up into the chat room here. Mm-hmm. Kelly is from uh, Children's oh. Health Defense. Yes, I believe she does work with the Children's Health Defense. Right. So yeah. the the pictures were a little bit oh, yeah, small. So yeah. yeah, but that's that's that. And then there was a group photo here. We did get a group photo. Come here and see this, Doug. It's on the screen right now. It's not it's not everybody, but there's Brian Jones yeah. with the beard, right? There's my buddy Scott. Well, yeah. So we <laughs> we got that. Where was it? Aubrey didn't run into that picture. No. <laughs> Yeah, you're probably. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, we we could. David's a beast. Yeah, I love David is the guy with the blue long blue shirt. He's the owner of the restaurant that we went to the giving tree. What a nice man. And at the end of the night, he was like, dude, I, I tried to stop you. You were too busy. I wanted to feed you all night. I wanted to feed you all night. Finally, he made some kind of cacao smoothie for me to go. Yeah, it was really nice of him. And I'm like, he wanted to do more. I'm like, dude, no, no, I got to go. But thank you. So shout out to David at Giving Tree. What a great guy. What a nice guy. So, yeah, no problem. Hey, Aubrey, come in here for the, the wrap up here. Bonus round. We can't do a, a bonus round without Aubrey. Now that we know what a super duper. Uh, in fact, if I take the day off, will you take over the show? Can you do that? Uh, I can try. I don't know. Aubrey should do a podcast. <laughs> Or, or you can add a podcast to the Robert's Got Bell Show yeah, Network, yeah, right? Yeah, maybe that. I w- I've been like wanting Ula, to do a Lime-centered like Lime? one and have guests there you speak go. about it because I think it's a All right, we'll plant that seed need, for you. Yeah, it is a desperate <laughs> need. I think it would be great. So anyway, that's really cool. So let's see what else we got in the uh, chat room. Anything else as we're wrapping up here? Thank you, Kelly, as well, for being there last night and sending those pictures. appreciate you. That was really nice. In fact, show that group shot again so so uh, Aubrey can see it, if you don't mind, unless it's too difficult to bring it back. I don't know the no, technology. I just have to click click all the right buttons here. Hold on. I think it's set. It's just ready to go up. Yep, yeah. I just had to do. Yeah, I had there to close a couple things. Oh, there you go. So, and Scott, my buddy, is on the far left. He came with his wife and his daughter. Just surprised me. It was like, where are you guys going? Oh, I'm just going out to some school thing, 24-hour trip, you know, because his wife works for the airline. So they can do that. So it wasn't unusual to oh. hear him say that. I was like, oh, okay, see you when you get back. And then first people I see when I walk in the restaurant last night was Scott and his wife and his daughter. That was so that's awesome. Really awesome. Yeah. So. Well, and that's only like an eighth of the people. Yeah, that's that a fraction of the there. people that were there. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So anything else you want to add to the show today and what you've experienced on and off the show? It was great to see this side of it. I think that's super cool. Yeah. But, you see how everything's uh, scripted down to the last T and I? And everything? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, I like that it's. If she's been listening for four years, she knows. <laughs> <laughs> you, can't, you can't script the stuff we do. No, that's true. Yeah. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah. I love, I love that he came on. Tony. What's his name again? Yeah, Tony. And mm-hmm. talking about investing in those things that matter. Mm-hmm. I think that's really important because. 
can get so distracted and that's what all, everything is is trying to distract us yeah so a world of distraction mm -hmm. so what do we do to get on track be a living example for others mm -hmm. and when you fall off track find somebody who's on track and they'll help you get back on track because that's just their nature mm -hmm. yeah and uh, that's the good people that we're connecting with here and i love that i love that so shout out to your parents back in minnesota for raising an awesome awesome daughter and uh, doing great work out here in arizona with more to come Yes. And uh, and to that health food store again, what's the name of it? Browns, Beans, and Greens. Browns, Beans, and Greens, Super Don. We got to find them. <laughs> Did you write that down? Browns. You were supposed to send I it was, to me. Okay, yeah, like I'm hosting the show and I got to <laughs> send that to you too. <laughs> All right. Browns, Browns, Beans, and Greens. Beans. And the city is? And Okay. Lay, Lay Natural in where? In Pine Top, Pine Top. Oh, it's right. Okay, so Le Natural in Pine Top, Arizona. Shout out to you, my brother. Maybe we'll broadcast from your place one day if I make it to that neighborhood. How about that? That'd be cool. So get ready. All right. So where was Brown Beans and Browns Beans and Greens at? Uh, Sandstone, Minnesota. Sandstone, San, Sandstone, Minnesota. Okay. And who's the owner's name? Uh, Ryan Brown. Ryan Brown. Ryan Brown. All right. Got it. I have to give him a holler. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, that's cool. All right. I'm going to do it. Anything else before we wrap up? It looks like we're going to, I'm going to check out all the wonderful things that we can do here at Eminent Wellness. I, I, this is going to be fun. We, we have time between now and the, uh, the E-Mord help. So Robert, yeah. just remember, take some pictures, take some videos and stuff like that. We'll put it up on social media so people can see you doing well, the stuff. Well, maybe because Aubrey's and, here, it'll happen. <laughs> yeah. Well, somebody's got to do it. You are so bad. I, I admit it. I'm just not, a. am I'm, I'm like, to do i mean I, you're 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 a, an internet influencer and you you forget to take pictures and videos of you doing stuff yeah i know i know the 57 burpees in under three and a half minutes i'm gonna have to recreate that now with video so everybody believes me i did that i think you should i did that so yeah maybe tomorrow at nine round can you do 57 burpees in a hyperbaric chamber it's big. I don't think you want to do burpees in there. Though. No. Okay. You you we didn't open it. Or something. Can you open this and show everybody real quick? Yeah. So let, no, I think you're okay. Right. You can open that. Got enough room. So if you guys want to see this, the chamber, it's huge. I've never seen outside of movies, a chamber this size. Uh, oh, wow. And you said it's really designed now for 12 people, as many as 12. Yeah. But, yeah, but more people can fit. But again, if you look at, can you see into that? It's hard. There you go. You can see, go full screen on uh, the, the tighter shot because you can actually see in it easier with that. There you go. Look at that. And this is, so do you have people like book time so that it's efficient? We're running treatments at 10, 12, 2, and 4. So has you ever had 12 people in at once? Uh, I've had about 10 people. 10 people at the most, right? So. And you run what? A one hour or forty-five minute sessions? Uh, it takes about ten to fifteen minutes to get the treatment done, and then we pressurize. Right. Uh, at two feet per minute. Yeah. Uh, bring, so people can equalize. Yeah. Once you, you know, for the first ten minutes, you're equalizing. It's so it's amazing. You don't feel that anymore. You're yeah. Out, you watch TV. Wow. Listen to podcasts. Now you put healing music on. And right. Out. Uh, we could have broadcast from in there. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> Dude, I didn't know. Oh. <laughs> opportunity yeah. oh, we'll be back man. one hour total yeah 
Wow, that's impressive. So we're going to see what we have time to try out here. But Mark's been so kind to host us. It's been fun to be here. Great people. Doug's connected us with everybody I've met has been wonderful. And uh, I know this this area of Phoenix, Scottsdale, there's some beauty to it at the same time. It's a scary place if the grid goes down, you understand, in summer. So we got to think about all the things we're talking about as well. And I appreciate everybody's willingness to, to discuss all of this. So, yeah. Anything else, Doug, before we wrap up? Love you too. Thank you for hosting the Robert Scott Bell show here in Scottsdale, Arizona. Y'all share the show. It's not too much to ask. Is it Mark now knows about it, right? So thank you guys. Power to heal is yours.